Welcome to another episode of Dollar Dorks. This is episode 16. On this podcast, we aim to share video game buying and selling tips, give suggestions of games to watch for, provide tips on how to fund your collection with your collection, and hopefully change the perception that some people have of sellers in the video game collecting community. And with us today is my co-host, Chris, at CWR2, the flea market ninja, as I've dubbed you now. <laughs> All right. And uh, we have... Our, uh, our guest today, uh, Chris, uh, ba- sorry, Bass Guy 654. Everybody screwed me up by calling you ba- Bass Guy so much. Uh, we're going to call you Christopher this episode if we can. I think you already said that was fine. So, Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Just so we don't confuse Chris and Chris. And I'm Derek of Two Dorks. Um, so, Chris, what's been going on? <laughs> <clears throat> I'm assuming you're talking to me. Yeah. Because um, I blanked out on your your introduction there. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not much. Hey, did you guys go to GameStop today? I no. went nowhere. You should go to GameStop. You could buy those rare NES controllers. They just released them. That are I real rare? Three. Huh? So rare you got three. Yeah, they're really rare. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I guess, I don't know, I think the resale value on them are a lot lower this time. I didn't buy them to sell them. I, I want to keep one sealed, probably open one, and then I just bought the other one just because, I don't know, like, they're $10, so why not? But, um, so I'll probably trade it or something like that, but um, I guess the stores are getting, like, three a piece, three to five a piece, something like that. But You'll probably wait until Curtis says he needs one, right? Curtis? <sighs> nah, Curtis don't need one. <laughs> Curtis got his own connection. He works at a game store. I didn't know. Yeah, all right. well, it's all right. <laughs> I mean, amongst his acting duties. Yeah, I mean, of course. He's big-time Hollywood actor. High profile. Okay. Uh, so I'll start off with uh, our your last no- noteworthy pickup deal, purchase, sale, anything like that. Anything you have that's interesting? Uh, starting with you, Chris. Um, I don't know. Other than these three controllers, uh, I hit two. I don't know. I always forget what I told you last time. I don't know. I hit a couple of back-to-back Super Nintendo lots, and I got um, just a bunch of odds and ends, some Atari stuff. But I actually, I kind of took this month off. I really didn't do a lot. I mean, I went out. I mean, every time I went out, I got something good. But I've been really lazy. Haven't I've done? I broke all the rules. I haven't really been listing. Haven't <laughs> stuff to list, but. It's yeah, summer. I've just been lazy. So, any noteworthy purchase? I don't know. I bought three Nintendo controllers today. Yeah. So, that was noteworthy. Anyone watching can see them behind you. But anyone yeah, listening well, wouldn't you know. know just, yeah. You know, clickbait for your thumbnail. Yeah. Well, then you already covered what you're doing with them. So, that's all that. Yeah, I think the yeah, last episode you did talk about those SNESs you picked up. Uh, the one was a garage sale, I believe. Yep. Yeah. They were. Uh, they were both garage sales as different ones. One was the man with his mom, and then the yeah. other one was a... Nah, I don't know. I can't even remember the other one. But <laughs> yeah, they're all, they're all blending together at this point. But um, yeah, that's about it. What about you, um, Chris Har? Um, <laughs> Is that what we're calling him? Christopher. What we call him? Christopher, sorry. Christopher. Um, Christopher, what, what about you? You're both Chris Har, so it doesn't help. <laughs> so, Har... So I bought a, uh, uh, so I picked up at a Goodwill a uh, one of the Xbox 360 Explorer Rock Band guitars for like six bucks. So yep. 
Hopefully I can flip that for some money. Um, and I've, I got, got, I've got four of them built up to try and flip. And I finally got a digital scale, postage scale. Because yeah. I, I was like, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep just looking at Amazon and trying to figure and sort of guess weights. That's yeah, a it's terrible. terrible. Idea. No, yeah. And you're going to get screwed go over down, on it. Well, if you go down to the post office and you were off by a little bit, then now you're, you know, it's inconvenience. It's better just to buy the postage through eBay. Um, so let's see what else. Let's see for selling. Let's see what do I have? What do I have? Um, I've picked up Pokey Park one and two. I think I sold the first one. Um, I sold a couple of um, repair manuals for I think last month. Um, I think P90X. So just a bunch of random yeah. stuff. I saw the P90X. I, I heard that it always carries its value. Those were sometimes those got flagged. I, I think they. Might I thought so too. They used to get flagged under copyright. Same thing with like Rosetta Stone and um, <coughs> certain certain things like that. Where you know you buy these big DVD how tos or exercises and stuff. They used to flag them. I don't know if they do anymore. The last time I looked them up, I saw a bunch of listings of P90X. So you're probably all right. But I remember there was a time when I looked them up and there was none, and that's never a good sign when it's a common product. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like they've been pulled. Yeah. For sure. All right. Uh, and then you kind of covered what you're doing, selling and all that stuff. So me? What are you selling? So I picked up a funky Furby, Canadian exclusive Furby from 2006 that I had seen Bill had picked up, Bill from STC Pod. Um, I saw one at a... At a thrift store a couple like maybe a year ago and i thought that's different because the lips on it are like a rubber like a fake skin rubber and so are the eyelids i'm like that's not a normal furby it's also a lot larger than normal furby um so i looked it up at that time and thought "Mm, this could be worth something but i'm not going to risk it um but then bill had picked one up not long ago and he actually sold his um to someone in california for 80 dollars canadian so mine here has a price tag of 5.99 on it so I think if I pick up for five ninety nine, I can sell it for eighty dollars. I'd be I'd be happy oh, yeah. with that. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so that would be good. And I did try it. I was actually messaging Bill in store when I was there, saying, you know, did you sell any tips, any info? And he had had issues with his with the battery compartment, and it actually got returned. Right. And that's a long story, but uh, that prompted me to try mine. I'm like, well, the battery par- compartment's a screw, so I can't get it open. I didn't bring a screwdriver, which I mm-hmm. should have a kit ready on hand to do but whatever what are you gonna do um but i went to turn it on and it worked there was already batteries in it and it turned on the batteries worked so i do they do they mimic you or something and talk back it talks to you so you can talk to it it talks to you um it moves back and forth like the feet have motors and then lift up the ears have motors the hair here has a motor the eyes open and close the mouth opens and closes and it talks uh let me hear i'm gonna turn it on it should say something that turns on here. You hear the motors, motors going, yeah. Yeah. Its eyes are moving around. I don't know if it's a diagnostic or what. Cock a doodle do. So sometimes it'll say, oh, there you go. No idea what it's saying. It speaks a mix of English and not. Is Kirby a. Does Kirby have a gender? Uh, I don't think they actually have a gender. I'm not sure, though. And it's Hasbro. 
Tiger Electronics and Hasbro, it says. 2006, this one's from. But there's a newer one, I think 2008, that's that's got a lot more technology in it. Like, it's got fur that can detect when you touch it. And we had one of those ones, but it's just so annoying. Because it doesn't ever stop. Yeah. And that the, the that newer one, you could pull the tail to shut it up. It would put it to sleep. But as soon as you made a noise, it would wake back up. It was annoying. <laughs> no, not a noise. As soon as you bumped it. Yeah. I thought you were picking it up. Anyway, so that's what should be a... a, a good sell he said it was a really active ad for him too so hopefully that's good i just need to figure out shipping and list it i see sold listings there's four of them uh one is bills one is uh 69.99 it's sold for uh and that sold just on the 30th so like five days ago um and then the other ones were different colors but they sold for 250 bucks because they're spanish version apparently rare they speak spanish apparently yeah, and that one doesn't even. Yeah, it is the same one. It's the one with the weird skin. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, what are you selling? So tell us something you have on eBay, Kijiji, Craigslist. I should probably put that in there. Next swap meet, anything like that? You consider selling soon? Starting with me. Well, I just talked about the Furby, but that's not very interesting. We already kind of talked about it. Um, I had my eBay listings here. Actually, uh, no, nah, I'll save that for story time. But, um, what do I got? Move controllers, PlayStation and Move controllers. I've got two of them on eBay uh, as a pair. What are you selling them for? Like 20 bucks a piece or what? I have them listed for, uh, they were listed for 35, sorry, 65 Canadian, um, which I should just convert for you. But I just dropped uh, it because I went to a like store the other bucks. day. Sorry? Eight it's like bucks. Eight dollars American. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I missed the joke. I was being too serious. Forty-five is what that is. It's about twenty bucks a piece. A little twenty. Oh, that's that's back. what it's at now. Is sixty. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah, at sixty-five, which is fifty for the pair. Right. Um, but it was. It hasn't sold. They haven't sold yet at that. <clears throat> it could be because of the. Do you have a PS4? Um, that's a story for a later time. <laughs> okay. Well, let's say you had one. Would you ever? Are you thinking about? hypothetically getting the VR? I'd consider it. I mean, I already have HTC Vive, which is VR for the PC. Okay. And that one is room scale, so I can walk around the room with it. And it'll... I'd say that my point is I, you might want to keep the move controllers. I don't know. Well, I, they I have two more already. Oh, I see. So I have two on eBay, and I just traded in two. So, I mean, yes, no, maybe, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I do know that they're kind of high in value because of PlayStation 4 uh, right, VR. Because they were they were even before the VR came out, they were they were pretty much still selling for 20 bucks a piece. I don't think they've actually increased in value. I just think they haven't lost value. See, I, dr I saw them drop in value. I saw them dropping I, I before PSVR came out. Uh, at least it swapped me here. That, that makes sense because, you know, more people gravitating to the PS4 if it had no use. But yeah, exactly. I never, I never saw the drop. Every time I sold them, I always popped them out for about twenty-two, twenty. I mean, just depending on the listings, twenty gotcha. to twenty-five a piece and um, American. And I never noticed the drop, but I don't run across them too much. I just grab them when I can because I usually, I mean, people like, I don't think people know what they are. 
at least the people I get them from, they, they're probably, I usually pick them up at spot meets, and it's usually people, people who probably grab them from a storage locker. They know it's video game related, yeah. but they don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm so pretty they, sure they say PlayStation, or at least Sony on do. them. They do, they say it on there somewhere, but they don't know what it's for, and yeah. it's like $5 or less every time I come across nice. them. This time, they just happened to have been like, she wanted um, 3 bucks for both of them. So Damn. Like, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it said swap me. I meant game swaps for me, by the way. And just so you know, that's where I usually yeah, see them. Yeah. I picked one up at a game swap for five bucks. Um, when the hell is that? A year ago? You, what exactly is a game swap? Is that a store, or you mean like a meetup with people? Like a meetup, like a like the very very games right. very, very game exchange that kind of thing. Uh, I think it actually was maybe the last berry that I picked it up, or maybe it was Cambridge. But uh, yeah. So that's something I got for sale anyway. Two of those for 60 bucks Canadian. There's 25 shipping on them because I figure they're going to be an awkward box shape. I don't do calculated shipping cause, just because in Canada it's shitty. <clears throat> what right. what Providence are you in? Ontario. Call them there? Ontario? Yep. Okay. Yeah, when we were recording before, you guys were talking about size and I was going to tell you how big Ontario is, but I forgot to. But I was going to just fire it up, let's say, from one end to the other. So five, five and a half hours to get from one end to the other, and that's at the lowest point. And that's like your whole state, Providence, whatever. Yeah. But if I wanted to do one how end to the other on many, the other yeah, side... Right. I know this ain't really resale related, but how many Providences are there in Canada, do you know? Uh, I can't remember. I just fucking heard a show my kids were watching... Uh, and it said it. How anyway, many states two, are in four, the six, fifty-one, isn't there? I don't. Know. I know that better than I know Canadian fucking. What's well, fifty? But fifty, yeah. Fifty technical states. We. I mean, if you count Canada and Virgin Islands right. and all that crap, they could be one, I guess. But it's fifty states. So it's weird that how I. Pretty sure it's America, but you don't know Canada. Yeah, like a real Canadian. I, I can't remember. It's so like eleven or twelve, thirteen, something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, we have. We have. I used to know. I, I thought it was around eight or nine. I'm pretty sure it's nine provinces and three territories. Oh yeah. They're yeah. gonna take away your moose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it won't do fucking. Oh, you know what? There's no fucking road there. That's why it won't do navigation from one well, side of Ontario to the other. It's, it's Canada. No roads. <laughs> Well, it's like way up north, so it's like eleven hour. No, well, I think Sean drove like sixteen hour drive. Sixteen hour drive across Ontario, the long way, like the wide way up high, because Ontario is kind of weird shaped because of the lakes and Michigan to blame and stuff. Well, we span Minnesota, Washington, Michigan, and Ohio. You guys are kind of like a boot, huh? Kinda. Yeah. I'm looking at you right now. They got you all outlined. You almost look like a boot, or a, I don't know. Well, I said boob for a second there. <laughs> no, 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 a boot, like a kind of like yeah, Italy or something. Italy, sort yeah, of. sort of. Not really, but I don't know. All right, we're way off topic. Christopher, what do you? Anything you have for sale? You want to talk about? So, so I bought a couple of uh, OG Xboxes, and I'm that I'm trying to get rid of. And uh, yeah, I the guy. Was I think they call him an estate sale. I think he was just his parents were retiring. They got a couple kids. Their parents were retiring. They're selling off all their game systems that they left to their parents and stuff. And they sell off their OG Xbox and it came with a Logitech uh, wireless um, oh, nice. controller. And they, 
I know those come. I think it's just a throw-in. The guy just sort of said, "Take all this stuff. I don't want it." So I guess does that... it have the receiver for that too? Because I've never seen yeah. the white one. I've never seen the white EA Sports Logitech wireless. Nice. So I think that goes for like forty to fifty dollars. So I think um, it might actually be more. That's all I can find for okay. as far as sold listings. And was it the white one or not? Yeah, it was the white one. Oh, okay. And let's, and I got this. Uh, I think it's the. Halo 3 Covenant controller, I think, at another swap meet. Um, okay. I think that goes for, like, 30 bucks or something. I think I got for 5 so. Uh, I, I've bought, a, like, three Xbox 360s, and those seem like such a crapshoot. I bought one of the 4-gig models, and I, I fired it up, and there are a bunch of red lines across it, so I hope the, the GPU's not going south. Yeah. Um, so hopefully I can clean it up and just maybe reflow the solder and get it working again, but... I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze with that one. They're kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of think I, those aren't really worth it. Does it have HDMI at least? Some of them didn't. Uh, yeah, it does. That okay. One guy, I think, and I have a Pro 60 gig, and that thing's, I think uh, some guy lowballed me today on eBay. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't know that. He, and then he's like, well, can you just sell the, the console and the power brick? And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, huh. Yeah, I haven't I haven't picked up 360s um, except for for my own. I have one down here, which is the I think it's the slim model. It's not the E model, which I think is like a super slim type thing, which is more square. Pretty sure that's the E model. Um, just just double check. But uh, there was the originals, which is usually white, but not always. And then the E and the slim. Where is images? Yeah, the E is the square-looking one, which I heard they removed the optical audio out on it as well. And then there's the slim. So I have a, I have two slims, and I have one that's uh, the original style, but I think it's like a halo green one or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't, I haven't really sold any. That halo one I have to sell. A buddy of mine just gave it to me and said, here, do whatever you want. So, But then there's no Wi-Fi on those ones as well. Yeah, I was thinking about soft modding it, but I don't know if I'm going to go through the trouble. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. I, I have a little adapter for the um, joy for the uh, joypad, but for the to USB, but I don't haven't done anything with it. So, yeah. Well, according to Google Maps, you got 13 states or provinces. Yeah, see, three of them are considered territories. That's all. Right. You got New Brunswick, Prince. Edward Island and Nova Scotia. They don't look like they count, but maybe they do. They do. I don't know. They do. Okay, what about this Newfoundland and Labrador or whatever that is? Yeah, that is, is that? one as well. That's okay, so that's oh yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> How, All right. Uh, go ahead. Go back to that update in case if people you were wondering. If you don't count Nova Scotia, I think it's a bunch of P1, P2 might not uh, appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, if you don't count Nova Scotia, they're out. They're so yeah, close Nova to the States, like, they should just move into Maine. Nova Scotia is bigger than Massachusetts. It's like four times the size of Massachusetts. Maybe three, maybe twice the size will be generous. I'd say twice. Maybe, maybe two and a half. Well, Looking at compare this it to Connecticut. Anyway. I don't know. It looks. Yeah, but if tiny. you compare anything to New Hampshire, I mean, come on. New Hampshire is like a fucking sliver here what, compared to what, these other states. Yeah. Why, why I just think that like some, some of the Canadian cartridge club members are going to be like scuffling with the... With Chris and on this on Twitter, just <laughs> <laughs> gonna get like inundated well, with tweets. But when I'm looking at the way this map was, now what the hell were we thinking? We got to Maine. 
why didn't we just take New Brunswick and all that shit? Like, we could have just rounded it right off. <laughs> I'm guessing it was settled first, because Nova Scotia... Fuck that! We, oh, and then and the United States wasn't settled when we got here? Come on. There was, like, 50 Native American tribes with well, different okay, territories. I mean by British. <laughs> Whatever. We, like, we listen to them. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Off topic, I guess. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh chris you're next what do you got anything you got selling that's interesting uh you nothing didn't anything new or listing I, re- I haven't listed anything new um all right then uh, just talk about barney and baby boop baby bop. i did relist barbie uh barney and baby bop it expired um i always get a bunch of views on it they're not in great condition but i mean is there a reason why you do you let them expire instead of good till uh, good till canceled I like renewing my things. I like popping it back up in the order. Like, yeah. I like to let it refresh every 30 days on its own. Expire, refresh, and then it'll do that three times, which you'll, so you'll get three months, and then, and then that's it. And so you got to auto refresh at all. Is that part of your, your store? No, actually, I take that back. You're, uh, no, you know what? Yeah, because when you're when you're finishing up, there's a little button that you could click that says relist up to three you know, times. Maybe I just assumed that had a fee. I no, just it, not did it, it can have it a fee. It, it can have a fee. Let's say, okay, I assume you don't have a store, correct? Nope. So then you go buy the 50 free listings, correct? Yep. So if that relisting kicks you over that 50 free listing by the end of the month, gotcha. then it's going to cost you 30 cents. Okay. But... It's gonna cost you more money not to sell it, so I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't mind throwing them thirty cents every now and then. That's I can live with that. That means I did good. If I'm out, if I'm past fifty listings in a month, and I feel like I've had a great month, and I don't mind throwing them a few extra dollars. Yeah, I mean they're yeah. providing a pretty great service. I think people take eBay for granted, considering what exactly they do. Uh, like, oh, the, yeah, the insertion fee is like what thirty-five cents or something like that. It's not much, and. It, well, maybe for rookies like you, man, it's thirty cents for me. Yeah, I don't have a store. <laughs> no, I don't have a I'm not a power I'm seller. Um, I'm not a top rated seller. I'm a top rated seller. I don't want to brag, you know, but um, very important at eBay. Oh. Right. No, but I like I like to let it re. Well, I like to refresh it to let it renew. And I don't know if there's any science behind it, but I have noticed newly, it feels like. When something refreshed, well, I don't even think there's any science to it. It's a fact. When something's new, you're going to get fresh fresh eyes on it because it's going to get kicked to the top of the list if somebody's looking for newly listed items. So with that being said, I like to refresh it. Plus, um, I also like to instill people a sense of fear like it's going to expire. I thought about you that as say, well, yeah. There's only eight days left. You either buy it now in eight days. I don't know if this guy's going to relist it. Yep. You know what I mean? And I've had it happen that way where something expired. And I still contacted the seller, and then I, nah, I, I got rid of it locally or whatever. So okay. I don't know. I think there's something to that, letting it expire, letting people have that sense of urgency. It's impulse buy, put them under the gun, especially if they happen to stumble across it within the last few hours. And I've sold things at the last 20 minutes before. Like, I was surprised. I didn't think it was going to sell, and then it just popped. So... I don't know. Caught some yeah. impulse buyers. I don't know if there's any anything that backs it up. I just know it works for me, and I don't I don't like the the list until expired thing. I don't know or never expire. I I like refreshing it. Okay. Yeah, I've thought of the same thing. I think I actually had two things that expired. I didn't realize. Yeah, my uh, Game Gear inbox games. 
And those ads are gone now. I have to rewrite them. Uh, I still have pictures. Oh, you so. man, you let it go for thirty days or whatever. I it's must been... have. I don't even remember. I, That's I not. You might still be able to find it though. Up to six months, it should be in the completed. Because it did complete, it just didn't sell. But it doesn't up, show in up. mine. It doesn't show in mine at all. But I wonder if it's searchable. Well, what I mean is, look it up and look yeah. it up under under completed, not sold, but completed, and you should be able to find your ad and then just clone it and use pictures. It should let you use your still. It should let you still use the same picture. I should try that. Uh, what is it? It should hold it for six months. So I'm curious, but um, I don't want to bore everybody. I'm doing completed and see if Too late. it shows up. Yeah, everybody's already bored. There's one in box, but that's not my photos. Nah. It's not a very common game, and I don't see it. I don't know. Maybe I just never actually listed it, but I'm pretty sure I did. Pretty sure. Anyway, moving on. So, tip corner. Um, any buying or selling tips to share or anything... Um, people do during the deal that annoys you or where to find deals. Uh, Christopher, you're first. Um, so I guess when I start out on the eBay, I guess I start out with what I knew. So I started selling games and, um, I actually sold off, uh, I had an original i7 board, a motherboard and some other stuff I sold a while ago to help pay for my new rig, I think a couple years ago. So, um, I would say, uh, so don't be afraid to think outside the box. If you find something that looks cool and it's only like a couple bucks, you may as well take a chance on it. Um, but then again, I, I did find something that, uh, so I did find like a, it was, I think it was an, a, a spicy shelf, like a, a, a spice rack organizer. And I, mm -hmm. and then I put, um. I made the mistake of, well, I didn't do my research, so I bought it for five, but then I sold it for about sixteen bucks, and I did free shipping. So mm. I made like, I only made yeah. like less than three dollars on it. So I'd be careful about that stuff. All right. Now, but, I mean, was there any other benefit to it? Did you get like a feedback on it or anything? Um, no. And I made the mistake of of changing the shipping, so that's another thing I would not do if you put. If you put priority listing yeah. in a priority, she was cool about it, but that's not a. But I sent something FedEx. I think how oh, I forget. It's the cheapest FedEx option. Like Norway and then, or something. Yeah, and then the, you know, parcel select or something. Yeah, some some garbage. Yeah. And then I think um, then they weren't updating the status of it, and I was checking, and then I was like, oh, crap! And it's been like eight, nine days, and then she said, oh no, I got it, and. After hmm. I think like a week, and then she, and then I called, I panicked and called FedEx, and then they, they got back to me and said it was delivered, and they just, it was a screw up on their end. So, huh. but uh, so how are you? How's your feedback right now? How are you doing on that? It's, it's kind of slow going. I think I've only gotten, let's see. So I've sold, let's see, I've sold like fourteen things in the last thirty-one days, and I don't think I've gotten more than like four or five feedback uh think uh people it's how many feedback, feedback do you how much feedback do you have overall i let's see i think uh do, 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 do. 
I think it's only showing about twelve. Let's see, it's a seller, so about. Um, well, it doesn't matter. Whatever overall, the number like is. Including overall, buyers. like, do you have one hundred fifty-one? Do you have two hundred? Do you have eight? Oh, What's that number next to your star up there? Oh, it's like two hundred seventy-seven. So. Oh, okay, that's that's good. That shows even if not even that many or most people don't click on the thing to segregate it to see how many yeah, are actually or seller. sellers or buyers. It, it's, as long as it's positive and you got a decent number, which 200 and something's not great, but it's definitely better than 12 or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. it's a good start. I mean, you get your money instantly now when they pay you? Have you gotten uh, to the plateau yet? Um, yeah, I think so. I've been, I haven't been, uh, so, yeah, I think I got off the what the probationary period that they give that right. they put John. You have to sell like I think it's twenty completed transactions and four hundred dollars. I think that's the I think. It could be more, it could be a little less, but I thought at least when I when they when they upgraded me, that's what I think it was. I think it was a four hundred plateau or five hundred and um it was it's really nice not having to wait that twenty days for your money. Let's see. Any other tips? So I would say if you have any, like, if you're good, if you're handy, I'd say um, if you can fix something, if you might pick something up cheap and fix it cheap, do it, and you can increase the value of something. So, like modding it. Like I bought three uh, uh, DMG 001 Game Boys, and I'm gonna probably put a backlight and um, uh, buy vert on those and increase the value of them. Uh, let's see, what else? What else? And I would say try to take a multifaceted approach to selling and buying. So, like, sometimes, like, some games just aren't worth your time or just the time. So you're better off just going to GameStop. I think I have an East Starland that kind of over, they kind of overvalue games. So you can get, like, 70 to 80% of your of that uh, trade-in value for cash if you need it. Or you can use it for... for... That's actually, they give you 80% of the trade-in value in cash? I think Eastern does seventy percent. I think that's games, actually very good. Yeah. I think I, I don't think, know anybody who usually goes over fifty or forty. I mean, or at least around here, they don't give you. They they are always trying to push the store credit. But if you that's got actually if you have, excellent. If you have a big lot of stuff, I think East Island will pay for the shipping. So if you want to ship it out to to Northern Virginia, then that's a way to go. But I think. Do you know uh, Jason it, that used to work there? I think he went by Snesalja or something like that. Um, no. I know from Instagram. Anyways, I used to know an employee that worked there, and he, it was really cool. They, he hooked me up several times. Really good guy. Anyways, off topic, I guess. But Actually, I think if I think they only do cash in person, but I think if you can get – they do have good credit value if you want to, mm -hmm. if you want to go that route, so you can right. send stuff to them. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? What else? Let's see. Um, I guess use your own supplies, so like uh, – I think I was talking to Chris about that. You want to use your own boxes, and if you get the air packets and your um, uh, packing peanuts, newspaper, that type of yep. thing, and sometimes you can even get from work. You might be able, if they're yep. so. In my work, I'll give a little. I mean, kind of piggybacking off of your tip. Um, when at my job, they had replaced all the lighting fixtures in the building to like put them more energy efficient. And all the lights and everything came in, like, all this big styrofoam. Like, it was just tons of styrofoam, right? Long stuff, fat stuff, skinny, like, just tons of it. And they and they was super convenient about it, too, because everything they got, they stuck it in a big plastic bag and tied it into a knot. And they were getting ready to throw it all out. 
And I saw all that stuff, and I was like, man, that'd be, like, excellent package filler. Like, I'll just grab all that shit and throw it in my garage. They thought I was crazy. But, man, that stuff has paid for itself, and it didn't, I didn't cost me anything. But it's like, there's so many times. Like, I sent out um, a big a big sell. I, that, that uh, what did I sell recently that was a big item? I've been trying to find oh, a, a that, that that Pokemon that Pokemon that Pokemon standee. I used tons of that stuff to fill space in it so it wouldn't get bent. And yep. then of course, you know, you can't be afraid of like building a box too. Like sometimes you're just not gonna find the box that's gonna fit. So I mean you just it's gonna look ugly, it's not gonna look pretty, but it really doesn't matter. If the structure's sound, who cares? Like the box that I sent with that Pokemon thing in it must have been the ugliest thing that person received. <laughs> but I tell you what, I didn't get any negative or no bitching. They took it. So <laughs> I was I, I didn't want any feedback from them at all. I mean, if they sent me a positive, obviously that's great, but I didn't want to hear from them. Like, I saw when it delivered, right? And I'm just like, okay, it's been there for two hours. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> they've had to open it by now. Like, I didn't know if it was gonna make it, but um, definitely, man. If you could scoop up peanuts or um, airbags, I mean, especially if you work into like if you work in a factory or an office building, I mean, that shit should be readily available to you even if you got a dumpster dive at your own place i mean you don't probably have to get too deep they usually put stuff like that in recycle bins anyway um i'd snag all that stuff up i guess you're desperate you could go to u-haul they always have a bunch of custom boxes that are for they sell it in singles but um yeah but it'd have to be for me it'd have to be a pretty good purchase like i mean a couple hundred dollar item and a big abnormal item for me to want to go through that much trouble but um, for bubble I mean, noise, I I go to the dollar store here and I get a pack of three of them for a dollar twenty-five. Yeah, I, I got lucky and I hit it at a I I came across like a big like box of them at a yard sale of bubble mailers. I bought like three hundred of them for like three bucks or four <laughs> bucks. Yeah, I was just like, how much do you want for these? And they're like, oh, like ten cents a piece and. <laughs> I'm looking. I was like, I don't even want to count all this. Like, what do you just want for the? I don't, whatever. I don't even know what it adds up to. What do you want for that? And they're like, I don't know. How's three dollars sound or something like that? I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Here, like three dollars. That's that's your goal. <laughs> I'll do that. I mean, that's a lot of wasted effort for three dollars. Yeah, all I'm right. Looking for bubble wrap or or packing peanuts lately. I gotta try and find a good deal for that. And man, anytime I buy something and it comes, like when they send me, because, you know, think yeah. about it, like packing <clears throat> peanuts was like the cancer of society. Everybody hates packing yeah, peanuts, yeah. but but I understand why they exist. I mean, those bubble, um, you know, the airbags are really yep. great too. And they're, they're perfect for small items and small boxes because they really do help that. But when you got a big item and a big box, man, nothing beats the packing peanuts. You dump a bunch of that crap in there and forget it send it off but uh, i was gonna say also on a related note like if you send stuff uh, make sure it's packed properly especially like electronics and, and like um uh like if you send a print circuit board like like if if you part out like an nes or if you, or your own computer send oh, it in e, an esd bag or people are, are going to get negative feedback especially if you right. put it in packing peanuts <laughs> <laughs> static <laughs> Yeah, I'll sort that out. And I, I guess just be pers. I guess if when you start out, just be persistent and sort of, uh, and just remember you're not you're going. To, I mean, I know uh, I'm not going to call Joe out from STC. But I think it's a common complaint. Like when you go to yard sailing, you're going to strike out occasionally. And yeah. Not you are going to occasionally. You're going to strike out more than you don't, or you're not doing it right. 
So, but yeah. you're not going to it. I'll tell you right now, if you're not striking out at least 50% of the time, you're not going to enough yard sales. You should be striking yeah. out tons of times every weekend because that means you're going to a bunch of yard sales. If you're only going to three or four yard sales, you're probably only going to maybe, unless you just got lucky on one of the three. I mean, it's going to be a lot of disappointment. That's why it's called a hunt. You know I, I, I mean? go to the like, yard sales thinking I'm not going to find anything good. I go with my family and we look for stuff for us. If I find game stuff, bonus. If I find something to sell, even better. <laughs> right. Yeah, I usually go to community yard sales, and then like, and then I'll, along the way, if I see a, like a standalone yard sale, I go in. That's usually how I map mine out. Yeah. So I'll usually. Um, and then well, anybody who's listening, no, I'm all about the yard sale. To me, yard sales are supreme. Like. You're cutting out the retail factor, and anytime you can cut out a middleman is a great deal, you know. I, I, I did have a story. One guy, one lady was selling. I think her kids, uh, I think Xbox 360 games, and I think she said had on a table said like everything on there is a dollar, and I picked up a stack of five, and I said, would you do a dollar on this? And then I, I just, I'm not even thinking. And she, she sold me the five games for a dollar. Instead of five dollars, and then <laughs> and then I wandered away. And as I was walking away, she was telling her daughter, like, "Oh, I guess, I guess so and so is going to be is going to be mad at me for selling that for so cheap." So, I don't know. I've had some I've had some luck. I've yeah. had a lot of luck at yard sales. Thrifting's kind of another story. Thrifting's usually is very hit or miss for me. So. With the garage sale thing, it reminds me of my first uh, Xbox 360 Slim. I went to a garage sale and they had it sitting there. They had no price on it, which always makes me annoyed and and not want to ask. But I asked anyway, and she's like, I don't know, like $100. I'm like, no, no, I won't go near that. So I think I started walking away, and she's like, well, how much were you thinking? And I think I said something like 20 bucks. And she had argued or said, no, no, we can't do that. And I don't know how it worked out, but eventually we got down to – $35 $35 for the Xbox, two controllers and a Kinect. And the Xbox was in great condition and had a hard drive in it. I can't remember what size. No, it didn't have a drive in it. So now when you told her, when you broke the news to her and hit her with such a low price, how did, how did I, you say it? Did you, so did you just I say I was thinking $20 away. all blunt? Or? Sorry? Did you say it blunt like you just said it right now? Or did you so, butter so I was her already up? Um, I was already no? like, no, I don't want to. Like, I, I was set in my mind, she's too high, I'm not going to bother, right? And so I had started walking away. It's like, you know, no thanks, I'm fine. And then she said, you know, well, how much were you thinking? And I was already walking away, so I was pretty casual with the, I was thinking more of $20, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. So I I wasn't holding back and I wasn't sugarcoating it, but I was saying like right. this is why i walked away because we're so far no, no, apart totally right far apart yeah. see and i i like to uh in, i mean obviously the situation worked out for you i mean 35 sounds like a pretty good deal but um in that situation when i find like we're that far apart i try to make it i try to lighten it up by kind of like smiling and laughing about it and being like oh, oh i yeah, just yeah. think we're too far no, apart the, and i'd hate to insult you and i give last, them all that and i don't care if i insult them but i mean i tell them oh, yeah, yeah. i don't want to insult the, the last but, the last so when she finally agreed to my price or to 35 i think it was pretty sure it was 35 might have been 25 i had to check my spreadsheet but when she finally agreed to the price the low price she actually said you're kind of cute you can have it for that so it was like mm. being friendly <laughs> and being nice worked out right and was the other dork there? Or? No. 
My oh, wife was yeah. in the car. <laughs> and she was like 45, 50 some years old, probably actually 60 years, well, 50 something years old. So, yeah. You know how much action happens at the old folks' home? It <laughs> doesn't stop. And my wife was in the car, and so were my kids. Well, all right, all right. No, I didn't mean it like you should have took her up on it. I was just meaning, yeah. what was her reaction if she heard that? That's all. Because the 360s, people are giving them away. I think I got one for five bucks, one for ten dollars, one for fifteen. People just don't want them. It's like I got one for two dollars, and I really didn't even want it because they kept saying like, "Well, I'm not sure it works." And I was like, "Well, then what am I going to do with this?" And like, yeah. I don't know. Just give me two bucks. I need two dollars for I don't know. They need a pack of cigarettes or something, or to get them to where they needed to be. And I was like, "Yeah, I guess." And then. I didn't even want to mess with it. Like I instantly regretted it. I don't know why, because it was such a cheap price. But I was just like, I need to get rid of this. And I ended up driving over to a, a local game store, just like flipping it to them for like twenty bucks. And but it was like an early model three. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like a big, big resale on it, you know. And I think it had like one controller or something. But I remember thinking later on, I should have just kept that thing. I don't, I don't have no Xbox three sixty. I've never played any games on it, so I thought that would have been a cheap way to get in. But oh well. Yeah. Next time. The reason I had thought of my story also was because she said my son's gonna be pissed off because I sold this. That's yeah. How Christopher's story came and yeah, it reminded me of that. All right. <clears throat> well, yeah. You're cute, and she sold you her kids. She must yeah. want you, man. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. <laughs> Hello, I'm Eric from the Mighty Q Dog Channel. Here in the Q Dog House, we accept only the highest level of quality. Which is why we listen to the Polykill Podcast. Twice a month, hosts Caleb and Scott break down the video game issues of the day, no, offering... No, it's not the one with Caleb. What? It's not the one with Caleb and Scott. It's not the one with Caleb? Polykill has Travis and Jake. Who? Travis and Jake. Who the Swayze are Travis and Jake? Yeah, okay, okay, I got it. <clears throat> Yee-hoo! Listen to the Polykill Podcast with hosts Jake and Travis. Get in on the topic of discussion. With Polykill, you'll want to just beat it. And we're back. So, moving to the next section is story time. Uh, anyone has a story to tell, uh, failures, lessons learned the hard way, anything like that? Chris, you're up. Um, stories to tell, hard lessons. Um, I was thinking about making a YouTube channel, right? Recently so that's or in the past? No, no, yeah, I've been I've been inspired lately. Total original idea, though. You, you know, I mean, totally original. Huh? You should get a new yeah. laptop. Get a new laptop <laughs> for the editing, but yeah, Good. I want to start a YouTube channel, um, where like it chronicles, uh, you know, me yard selling, and you know, I got the perfect name, totally original name too. You want to know what it is? <laughs> Flea market madness. <laughs> no. <laughs> My life in collecting. (laughs) I was going to say my life in yard sales. There you go. Okay. (laughs) I'm totally going to do it too. You know, you got to be original, man. You got to come up with something really original. And I've never seen a YouTube channel saying my life in yard selling. So (laughs) I think I'm going to do it. Uh, A new perspective on the game. Thankfully, most most of our listeners are Cartridge Club people and will no doubt we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> are you actually going to do that? Because I think you can get like those little spy glasses. I am. Now I'm going to do it. I'm going to name it my life in yard sale. I'm going to shave my head, start working out more. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hang out at the gym a lot more than I do. Uh, Watch some guys hang out in the locker, locker room. Rooms. 
Seeing those old man balls. <laughs> yep. You know, seeing people air dry their balls and blow dry their balls. You know. Start start getting irate with uh, with Derek here. <clears throat> well, I mean, hey, that's you know, that's what happens, man. You know. <laughs> way it goes anyway how about you derek do you have a story to tell you got something new so i have all this crap still sitting here from when i sold it barry and i've been going through it slowly listing some of the better games on ebay and things have been selling not bad and it's been going good um but i just took a bunch of the junk the stuff i don't think is going to sell easily or i don't want to bother with like um or just i wanted to see how much they were going to give me for it and i took it into a store locally to me um, and I walked in with like a box or a bin full of stuff and walked out with a PS4. So I now have PS4. Oh. <laughs> so I, I guess I ruined that earlier. One terabyte PS4 Slim. No, you didn't ruin it because you didn't follow up afterward. You were like, oh, okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, well, because I, I, you know, I pick up on hints, Derek. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I got a PS4 and got rid of a bunch of junk. Um, it was mostly, like, meh games, uh, two Wiimotes, Wii remotes, uh, like I said, two Move controllers. Um, there was also a DSi in box, and there was a new 3DS not XL, the, the, the one with the covers on it. It's really not very common, but it's the Super Mario Land version. Super Mario mm-hmm. 3D Land version. Um, I kind of wish I kept it, but they gave me 90 bucks for it, so I'm not going to complain too much. That's I overpaid for it when I got it, but I sold off all the games that came with it. So, Plus, it's just been sitting here. My other 3DS is sitting over there, not an XL. Sorry, 3DS XL, not new one, sitting back there just fucking... You're not using it. Yeah, I'm not using I- I'll it. I'll tell you right now, since I got my Switch, I I only went back to the to my 3DS for the portable cc portable that was it yeah i haven't i haven't turned it back on since and i love it it's a it's a fucking amazing system but <clears throat> yeah but i don't need to and i no. wouldn't have any luck selling off the older one so might as well sell off the newer one and get some money while i can yeah so i don't remember what else there was but there was a bunch of stuff and i got 300 dollars worth of credit and traded in and at that store some stores do this some don't but when you trade in you save the tax there. Any, the, whatever value you bring in, you don't pay tax if you trade for something. As That's long as you use cool. it that day. If yeah, you put it as store credit and you hold it right. on your account, you can't do that. You have to pay tax. So then they, they're actually doing it almost like a legitimate trade. Exactly. When you're there. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. And, and no other stores in the area seem to do that. Or maybe one of them does. What's the name of the business again? Did you say EB? No, this one's Microplay. Oh, microplay. They are chained, but I don't know if they're also in the states or not. Um, I'm just trying to see if they are a Canadian company or not. Uh, I like that joke. Based on Montreal, your, I think. To your left there, my cousin drew drew that this? on a napkin. Yeah. Yeah, my brother-in-law, my the other dork, gave me this. It's pretty cool. That uh, how many with, total? How many nice. total dorks are there? There's only two. No, but you and your wife are thrifty dorks, though, right? That's true. That is true. So I guess there's, so there's four, at least three, three dorks. Three. Right? And I wanted to do. I wanted to have a special episode with me and my brother-in-law Tony called mm-hmm. Two and a Half Dorks, and have my son on. Oh, so that would have been fun. Yeah, we never did. 
We would have to play Skylanders or, or Mario or something for him. He's actually getting pretty good at games. It's kind of ridiculous, actually. So, for the record, it's one Canadian dork and one American cool guy on the podcast, though. Right? <laughs> one dollar cool guy? Right. Yeah. yeah, one guy from the States and one Canadian dork. Sure. You okay. can tell yourself just, that. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. Look get at that the wall clear. behind you. You're a dork. Sorry. No, no, no. That's a collector. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was my story. Uh, Christopher? Oh. So I went on to, let's see, too many games. And I bought some stuff. Um, but I think, let's see. After I got back from there, I went to Toys R Us and uh, bought a bunch of, um, I guess they were clearing all the rest of their inventory. And they had a uh, let's see, Guitar Hero Live bundle for like four bucks. Yep. So I bought like three of them. And I think I was going to buy, buy them all. <laughs> I think I felt a little guilty because people behind me were uh, saying like, are you buying all of these? <laughs> <laughs> was like, that on Wii U or PS4? Um, it's for the 360. Oh, okay. So, um, I'm trying to think of it. Uh, uh, I see a lot of those for Wii U around my area. I think Dollarama got them, the dollar store, and they are selling them for four bucks. Um, and we missed it. I, I just didn't see any comment around me directly, but uh, in Toronto they did. But I picked one up later at a thrift store sealed. So, <laughs> so, so I'll probably unload those at some point, but. No, yeah. I don't have the right size boxes, so I'll have to either make some or buy some cheap ones. Uh, I think it is a fun game, though. If you have you played it at all, you don't have it or didn't keep one for you. I've, I didn't. No, I didn't keep one for me. I think uh, my friends and I were into it for a little while, and then my I think they got kind of bored with it, and I couldn't get them yeah. to play anyone if I wanted to. <laughs> so no, what, I, what, I, what was your childhood system? Uh, then yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you you had one when you were a kid, or you just borrowed it off people, or how'd that work? I think I had one. I think when we finally got rid of it, it, I think I had like thirty something games for it or something. Damn, that's actually impressive. Well, I think between twenty five and thirty, probably. Well, it's. I think I my dad was pretty. I think pretty successful engineer. So like every time I got good grades, I'd go out. They got so annoyed with me, I'd say, "Can I get an NES game from Kitty City?" And then. We go, we go out there and get something like Boy and His Blob or something. Mm-hmm. I think it was a... <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't even remember the situation, but you totally may remember something. Like, I used to, when I would have a chance to get something, always get something similar. And at one point, they're like, don't you want something else? I was like, <laughs> no. That's what I fucking want. I can't remember what it was. It might have been games or something. I don't know. I, I just remember that conversation. Anyway. That's funny. I don't know how funny it is, but... It reminds me a bit. I did something similar to that at one point. I can't remember if it happened again or not, but it was G.I. Joe's for a while there. Every time I'd get some money, I'd go and buy a G.I. Joe. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) What else were you saying, Christopher? Yeah, before I really cut you off with sidebar questions that (laughs) Derek hates. I don't hate them. (laughs) Well, you know. I just feel the, the need to rein them in every once in a while. That's yeah, funny. no, we got to sidebar it. That's that. You should change the name to the podcast to the sidebar hour. And we Chris's just sidebar. Have a 
just have a series. Oh, that's of the name of your videos, your, your YouTube, Chris's sidebar. <laughs> right. Well, I'm and collecting. I think life and well, yeah, my sidebar, my life, my and, life sidebars? and sidebar, yeah, my life and sidebarring. Yeah, that's um, another thing. I'm gonna get you, that you, channel too. You make Joe punch his laptop. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. Uh, I was just gonna say that my area is kind of transient. Like decent, we have a lot of uh, government workers that come in and out, so out of uh, the area. So it seems like there are always plenty of moving sales and stuff in our area. So. But that's good. Trying try to think. I like, and I think I still need to sell at SodaStream. I think I was asking guys about that. This has a CO2 cartridge. I'll have to go to the post office and ask them about the that, CO2 yeah, that cartridge. Yeah, I would be nervous about it. I, like, I think I had mentioned it to you, or I might have talked about it. I had sent out some, um, I'd sold some little paints that were like pressurized. And like I didn't, I mean, as soon as I sent them off, I just had a bad feeling. But they got there okay. But I just kept thinking, man, if these damn things explode on a plane or something, like, does that fall into terrorism or something? You know what I mean? Like, I, th- I think you get a hefty fine. I think if it something like that happens, I don't even want to know. Like I was just, and I was thinking, man, this is like a seven dollar item. What? Like I should just throw all the stuff in the garbage. I paid a dollar for it all. Like I, just, like, I don't know what I'm thinking. I guess I could just switch it to ground shipping and make sure yeah. it's ground. I think ground should be fine. I think it's just the pressure. But even ground shipping, and there must be a time they must go on a plane, right? I mean, it could all be ground, is it? All the way, I guess. They could. They could probably just put on a semi-truck or something. Just... Right, if it was within the state. But, I mean, they're going to drive a truck all the way across the country, I guess, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'll just sit, ship a ground. There you go. There's a tip. Don't send your <laughs> CO2 cartridges air. I would think they they actually might be okay because uh, they're already pressurized, but I don't know. I, I don't know, man. The storage it, compartment, it, I guess, maybe isn't compressurized though. In the in the post office, it clearly states there's a little chart there, and it talks about sending pressurized items, and you know. No, I think I, I, I think yeah. one you of probably them just actually the post specifically office, mentioned paint, and I was like, oh, that shit that I just mailed out. <laughs> like, <laughs> oops. I, I, oh, something annoys me. I guess I have had a couple of times is uh, people selling stuff. They'll go to like a local um, shop and then they'll price things the same as that shop, as like a game store. I've had that happen at before. the yard sale or at the, at the yard yeah. sale. And I think yeah. I, had another, I had another guy that was trying to sell like his game collection, and then I think everything was marked up to like eBay prices. And I just looked, I just looked them over, and they weren't even good titles. If there was something you really wanted, I think there's an an argument there to be made. Like, look, you're not paying fees, so you can drop it right. down at least 10, 20% there. And sure. then on top of that, there's no warranty, so you can drop it because of that. And then it's not, it hasn't been cleaned. It hasn't been tested. It's, there's no name behind it. I can't come back and return it. All that kind of stuff could... I've had people... Uh, or I've had, I've said that to people before. Like, you know, this isn't a game store, you know? Right. I, I don't think it, I've ever bought anything from someone like that, but I've made the argument maybe even just in passing. Yeah. I, I try to take the, like, I use those same points that you made, but I really try to ease them in. Like, if, if it's something I really want and I'm really trying to negotiate it yeah. and I feel like they're entrenched in their eBay price at the yard sale... Yeah. I don't know. I think what I try to strike up a conversation has nothing to do with the item. I don't know. Whatever it is, I figure something out. Start bullshitting with them. Find some common ground, and then 
once I've kind of buttered them up, they're like, man, you can't do a little better than that. Like, what about this? And I'll hit them with the number or something. I mean, I, that's annoying because I've gone to yard sales where they actually have the printed out paper, you know, of the eBay <laughs> listing. And I'm like, so, you know, sometimes I'll explain to them the differences between sold and listed and, you know, but I don't know. It really has to be worth my time to go through the trouble. It has to be something I want, but it's, it's very annoying. It's like, well, I mean, then sell it on eBay. You know, we were like at a garage sale this, long ago, I think three months ago or so, and the guy had a lawnmower, and he had the freaking Amazon listing printed out yeah. on it. Like, <laughs> it's a used lawnmower versus a brand new one. Like, right. get a fucking clue, buddy. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was ridiculous. We just walked away. They had like the the listings on I think three or four items at the garage sale. We we're just like, come on, man. We just walked away. Well, that's even that's the best thing that can happen is the person just doesn't sell the shit and they end up donating it to a thrift store anyway. Because <laughs> I, I think even uh, when I was at Too Many Games, I think I I sent Chris a, a picture of like three manuals that he wanted, for Nest manuals he wanted, and that guy was... People, I've had so many people... I've, um, I don't know what they do at the SoCal Retro, like have a vintage art SoCal, but Retro uh, Game Expo, but some of those guys will just... They'll say like, hold on, let me look it up. Right, like they're going through the listings, and I think, um, I think the guy must have done that for the manuals. I should Chris because he's uh, Chris saw prices and he's like, nah. Well, the thing is, is I felt like there was probably some room to negotiate. I mean, there uh, there was one I was like, I would take that, but I don't know. I didn't want to put you through any trouble. I appreciated it. I was just hoping, like you know, like there was like a dollar bin or two dollar bin because they always seem to have something like that, and then I could just pick up some scrap manuals that I need. You know, I mean, it was it was mostly Duke. I mean, Duke passed off the chore to you, which you know that was nice of Duke. But uh, <laughs> I that was my own fault. I hadn't got back to him in time. When I did, he's like, "Oh yeah, we're already home." I'm like, "Oh, I thought you were going for a couple of days." I didn't know. That. <laughs> I think, anything. Oh, sorry, Duke. I, I think there are only like three play, three Avengers that even had them, so it was fine. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. It didn't matter. Like, I mean, it was. I appreciated the effort and stuff, but um, you know. Let's see. Uh, and Chris Tefer, did you want to mention you're, you've been selling on eBay lately? And is there anything to kick that off, or uh, how's it been going? What's um, your plans it, going forward? So I'm probably I'm still kind of feeling it out, just because I I've done it in the past, but then I usually it wasn't a veteran seller, so you kind of have to sometimes you have to mark th- things down a little bit if you want to get move it or move it or some occasionally and and uh like if you're if you really want it sold quickly so but like uh you might have to sell a little bit the, a little cheaper than the lowest price in the sold listings but um i'm trying to think i, I think i i have some stuff that has get that's get, and getting a lot of views but um and and uh I have, and some of these have watchers, but I think I probably just have to wait it out for other stuff that's in that same that has the same description to sell before it sells, because it's marked at or around or slightly above what they're asking. So I guess it feels like sort of uh, patience is a virtue with eBay. You kind of have to wait and see. If you might you, you might have to wait for other things to sell before your stuff sells that. Are, how, how and, are your photos? Is it possible they're scaring people away, or you've done good photos? That's that's something I'm not sure of. I'm they're okay. 
I wouldn't say they're great. <laughs> so that's that's a problem. I try I try to get them decent lighting, but then some of them are just I I probably need to go back and and re, uh, take the photos. Honestly, a couple of things of these. Really, things I'm I think at. I think lighting. I think I think that's probably my number one thing for it. Like if you get something well lit, it really makes a big difference. It don't have to be perfect lighting. Stick shit. And sometimes I'll do the listings right outside. Like it doesn't really matter. I think I mean you can stage it. Like I have like I don't know, like poster boards, stuff like this where you know I could put like a bottom and a top and you know, I could do that kind of stuff. And sometimes Most I do but... on the couch though. I, I don't care because I know yeah. I've never noticed a difference. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'll but lighting it, makes I've sense because you want to represent the colors correctly. You have, you have to be a able to see it, right? And I try to, I try to. I mean, if I mean, some things don't need twelve pictures, but if I can give them twelve, I'll give them the whole twelve. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I, I, a game I typically do the game like in a case, for example, like let's say a CD based game. I do the sure. the front, I do it open, I do it with the back of the disc. Sometimes I'll do the manuals that there's several of them. I'll spread them out, do another picture of that, then the back, and that's fine. Photo. Now I see a lot of people recently will take the game, open it up, pull the manual, put the disc out, lay it all out for their main photo. Right. So when people One are scanning through, photo. they see it's complete. Yeah, I've and never I, noticed I like those that. sell better or anything like that. But... I I don't know if they do or not, but I I like that. I like yeah. the first picture to be. Um, if it's something like that, like a, a complete unboxer or CIB or whatever, you know, something like that, I like to spread them all out on the first po- photo. And then the very next photo is like a close-up of the game. If it's a disc, then a close-up of the case. I don't know. But, I mean, I try to get the spine. I try to get – what I really want to do is I want to get every exact angle of whatever it is. And if I have the time, I'll throw – like, especially if it's like a, a cartridge-based game, I'll throw it on TV real quick. And take a snapshot of it actually playing you know what i mean it's just like look it's been tested i mean if it was a high-end game like i'd open it up and show the board you know something over 100 bucks or something yeah. i probably would go that extra mile to show them the board if nothing else to put a record of it just so they don't try to claim that you sent them a fake board um i have a friend locally that but you know he's not a great ebay seller anyway but he was telling me that uh he's afraid of selling high-end games on ebay because of that reason that, uh, I don't know, he sold somebody something, like an Earthbound or something, and then they try to tell him that they that he had sent them a fake game. And they sent him back a fake game as a return. Hmm. They sent him a fake game oh, back. Geez. And I was like, yeah, I was like, but you took it laying down. Like, you should have got right on the phone. And, oh, it's not worth it. Oh, okay, baller. You know, <laughs> $100 sale ain't worth it. Okay. It was more than that. It was Earthbound. It was like probably $175. He's like, yeah, I just don't want to deal with it again. I'm like, okay. Whatever, but I mean, a lot of that could be helped with uh, making a lot of good pictures, making sure you get every possible scenario, every angle covered. And it's not necessarily going to win every case, but it helps. I mean, it's more evidence if they try to pull something on you. You know what I mean? Of course, you're, you know, the way you talk to the, I mean, really to me, it's the talking to the operator is going to make all the difference. But at least if you have that in your descriptions, all the pictures you can, that helps. Like how detailed would you guys say that the description should be? Like like on a like eBay say buries the description now. So I've I find the description is not very important. Okay, that's what I was thinking too. I, I think I usually just say it's in good shape, but I, I almost if you go I through mine, quickly. 
<laughs> it's almost all the same, very similar description. I'll just say exactly what the item is. If it's Super Mario Brothers, I'll be like, one copy of Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo in acceptable condition or good, you know, whatever condition I. But pretty much, I mean, technically, the rules of eBay, if, if, if it's a game and it doesn't come complete, it's only supposed to be listed as acceptable, even though nobody listens to that. But yeah. I, I, in those situations, if the cart's a little sketchy, like, you know, maybe a ding here or there, I'll just list it as acceptable. Please see all pictures. If you got any questions, message me. I ship out between this time and this time. And I, that's all copy and paste crap. You know what I mean? <clears throat> the only part that gets customized is the initial line. And usually that's a copy and paste off my my descript- my uh, header, you know, for the, for the listing. You know what I mean? I just copy that, drop it down, maybe adjust it a little bit, you know, like your actual, your item description for the ad. I'm like the of- main... The main listing. I take that listing, drop it down into my description. So essentially, you're getting the same thing over and over. But, you know, make sure you tell them. Check the fucking pictures. And if you need something, contact me before you purchase it. Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to really put? I see some people's stuff. And I mean, it's like, yeah. you know, they're writing a novel. Nobody's reading all that <laughs> shit. Yeah. It, like I said, it's, it's buried. It's hard to find it on, on eBay. Especially if you're on the mobile app. You got to click a button that's not completely obvious even if you're viewing it on a desktop it's underneath the item specifics or sorry the the product details which is like the pre-made one if it's a game that right. they know of like if it's in right. ebay's catalog so it's it's I, I basically i have been putting the condition in there but i'm going to start dropping that because it's already in the item anyway so right. now all i'm going to really include is pictures are my own and taken of the actual item you will receive that's all i'm going to go. include just for I think clarification. I, the only thing I think I'd be specific on, I mean, unless your picture is very clean and there's nothing else in the picture. Minor, minor 100%. white background, there's nothing else in there. Right. Yeah. And that, see that right there, what you said is, is pretty clear. Like me, sometimes I'll stick it, like there'll be games behind it. Like I'll have yeah. it. You can see games behind it. So I just make sure, you know, listen, don't don't think you're going to try to tell me later on, oh, I thought I was getting all that shit. You're not you're just getting this. Yeah. So that's simple. But you know what? I, honestly, I've I've had to say I've been pretty lucky with it. I mean, I've had a couple of people try to pull one over, but my ratio is pretty good. I think it kind of goes down into your listings and how you ship stuff out. I mean, my always my main tip is always ship fast. You can That's ship it fast. That really, I, this lady got a broken item from me, and she was still thanking me that she got it so quickly. And I was just like, uh, "You're welcome," because. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think I go, st- I don't know if I, go- I usually take to a processing center. I don't know if that helps at all, but I, I do it anyway. Just to you try take to get. Yeah, it, it will help getting it out. Like if, okay, for instance, if your post office ships it to that, well, you just eliminated a step. And if it doesn't add any time for you, it's, it's a good idea. Me, somehow, I've gotten lucky. My post office gets some sort of direct shipment thing. Like it shouldn't, because I'm in a very small town. That's adjacent to a very large town. So they ship it to their distributing center. Like I live in this little town and they ship it to Fresno, which is the big, you know, sixth, seventh largest city in California, something like that, or population wise. Um, So they ship it to that. And then from there, they ship it out. So if you kind of know your direction, but for whatever reason, I get lucky. Like I sipped something the other day and it got all the way across the country in in two days. And it, it got, and it was shipped regular mail, so I can't explain it. But hmm. I think if you can drop it off at a distributing center, that's perfect, man. Like I find my areas or my my post office. Well, I've got a couple of them in the area, and they seem to all be pretty fast. But 
I don't, I don't know what it is. But one time I, you know, I'll tell you, I don't, I hate if I repeated this, but one time I actually took an item to the distributing center and dropped it off that Saturday, right? And they ship out on Saturday. And then I mailed out something at my local post office Monday, and they both went to Virginia Beach. And the one that I shipped from my post office got there first, and they <laughs> both went out the same shipping speed. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. I was just like, okay. I just stick with my own town if I can. Hmm. Interesting. Good rapport with the with the people at the post office isn't a bad idea either. If they get to know yeah. you, yeah. they start to handle your packages a little nicer. They will hook you up if you're a little over on your weight. I've had them do that. You know, like I, they could have charged me another ounce, and they're like, "Eh, don't worry about it." You know. Yeah. So, okay. The one post office closest to me, they're nice and friendly, and they know me. They, what, I had started receiving a bunch of packages like, I don't know, like two years ago from China because I was dealing, ordering from Deal Extreme and eBay and stuff. And then <clears throat> they'd see me all the time and eventually curious what the hell I'm buying and stuff. And then I started selling and they're just friendly, right? They don't even ask for my ID for when I'm picking up stuff and things like that. So it's just convenient and nice and nice that they know that I know what I'm doing too, right? Well, I, I have a friend. You no, know, absolutely. And it's good because they kind of know what you're up to. So they don't, I mean, for one thing, you don't want them to think it's something suspicious. Yeah, yeah. They're looking all <laughs> creepy, picking up a bunch of packages and something. All of a sudden, it's like, what's up with this dude? Unabomber or something. But um, but uh, I have a friend. Now, he sends all his through his mailman because he has like a city pickup or whatever. And the guy comes to his house. Well, he makes sure to tip the guy like definitely he tips them kind of heavy during the christmas time and i think he yeah. tips them one other time during the year and they give him free crap you know in the, and so this post office dude this postman loves him like he's yeah. rushing to get to this guy's house i've heard that making sure everything gets scanned in right there as he's loading it in the truck like you take care of people i mean it's a little bit of overhead initially but it pays off i mean it's like going to vegas you give the first time the drink lady comes by here's a pro tip First time she comes by, give her like four bucks as a tip, okay? The rest of the night, you're going to give her a dollar every time. But it don't matter because she's going to keep coming back fast every time. You'll up your time from like every 30 minutes to every 15 minutes. But yeah, that's I, if you like to drink. I noticed that with uh, Panama. We went to Panama for our honeymoon. That was the same kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. tip them heavy the first time not that four dollars is heavy but when you got a bunch <laughs> of deadbeat fucking losers that don't want to tip like this probably seems like a fortune because I, I mean but more importantly i just want to get rid of the crap i don't want in my house <laughs> that's why that's why i just ship it fast yeah no that's smart get it out all right next uh, section is a discussion topic or a collection update uh so this is from chris and i it's kind of um repeat of what we've already done but an update on our collection basically uh my budget after the trade-in with the uh ps4 is now at uh $96.24 in the hole for everything i have um i've still got lots of stuff to sell off so it's not a big deal i got stuff still listed on ebay i'm good it'll definitely become uh uh in the positive before I'm done, if I'm ever done. And uh, I've still got lots of stuff. I might actually do another trip to the store and see if I can get rid of some more stuff. And there's another store in town that I got to take some stuff to because, um, that store would, I don't think would have accepted, um, stuffed animals, which I have a bunch of Pokemon and a Star Trek pillow and a bunch of other crap. So I'm going to try another store in town and see if they'll take that stuff. Um, yeah. 
Uh, Chris, any collection update? How's your NES? How's your N64? Uh, I haven't got any... Actually, I haven't added anything to either one of them. I was hoping to add some manuals, but I ended up not getting them. But um, still at the same spot cart-wise. But I did get... Um, I added a new Wii, uh, Switch game. So I added that, that Aces, that Super Mario oh, Brothers. Uh, yeah, the tennis game. It's pretty good. It's good. I mean, it's a little tough. It got tough early on. I heard it like, got tough quick. I heard that on a It podcast. did. And I was like, man, fuck it so much for the learning curve. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, like, you're getting to it. Like, I don't know. Like, the first couple. Like, I mean, I'm talking, like, in the um, during the story mode, right? Yeah. You know, I got. I don't even. I mean, I guess they're bosses. I don't know. Whatever. Your random encounters. Like, you go down this little path. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, if you want to get through, you got to play me in a tennis match. Like, what world is that in? You know what I mean? <laughs> Imagine that shit. Like, if you want to go to the store, you got to fucking beat me in a heads up tennis match real quick. Like, good thing he had his racket with him and everything, right? Like, <laughs> you just always so, carry a and, racket, don't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, extra balls and your tennis outfit. But, um,. No, it's, it's a very, it, it's it's polished. I mean, it's a very polished Nintendo game. It's exactly what you would expect from a first-party Nintendo title. Uh, might not be for everybody, but I enjoy it. I would, it's, I mean, it's it's obviously, it's a sports title, but it doesn't feel like a sports title. I mean, it definitely has a Mario vibe yeah. to it, you know. I meant to try it when they had that demo. Out, the demo? Yeah, they had that free demo yeah, going for I didn't try while. it at the time. I went to try it actually while I was at work, but they blocked connections to to Nintendo, so I didn't. I couldn't connect. It was a uh, multiplayer only. Even when you do it against a computer, it still had to connect to the servers, which sucks. And and that's pretty cool because that was actually the first time I used their multiplayer, the online multiplayer yeah. for it. Real smooth, connected quick. You know, you get you go into these little tournament modes, like a sixty-four man tournament or whatever. Will you, will and you or pay something. for the online when it becomes a paid service in September? I think I will. For for it's like twenty, 20 bucks, bucks a year, for a year yeah. or something. I mean, the prices. How can you beat it? Plus, they that you're supposed to get like uh, free NES games and stuff like yeah. that sporadically. I don't know if you get to keep them or just get to play them or whatever the case is. Yeah. I don't know. The service sounded good Sounds for like you a just year. Get to play them. Yeah. If it was a twenty dollars a month, probably not. Twenty dollars yeah. a year. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cheap. Yep. Do you want to talk about your uh, NES classic variants? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I picked up another NES classic. Um, I wanted to get one to mod. You know, like I, I was lucky enough to catch one the first wave or second wave. I don't know. I got mine at a yard Whatever. sale initially. Someone oh, okay. someone who bought the first wave sold me theirs at a yard sale. They used it like, you know, of course, like everybody. We only used it once or yeah. twice, whatever. And I believe them, too, by the condition of everything. So I got that a long time ago. But um, I don't know. I just I'm sitting here watching everybody post them up. And I was just kind of like. Oh, I wonder if Best Buy's got any. So I open up the phone and it's like, oh, add to cart. Oh, purchase. Oh, delivered. Okay. <laughs> like, I got it like that. I mean, it was like, come pick it up. I'm like, oh, I'll get it tomorrow. Yeah. So when I had to go to town the next day anyway, so I went and picked it up. It was pretty smooth. But um, I did notice that uh, on the box. I don't. I've, I've, only seen, I've only seen this on Twitter from you and one other person. So. Well. If you look, there's like a E. The rating, see, yeah. Right there. See how it says E for everybody? And then the seal is on this side. So if you look at it, the seal is on the right side. And then they added this E for everybody. Well, on the original run, it just had the seal right here. And there was no E for everybody. And I mean, there might have still been one in the back. Yeah. But there wasn't one on the front. 
I so that's really the only. Something. That's the only variant I noticed. There's no like copyright um, information difference or anything like that. I would have. You know what? I didn't really look that hard, but it there could have been. There's a lot of stuff written on the bottom of this box that I probably didn't pay much attention to. I'm <laughs> sure there is. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, I don't care. I mean, I bought it. I didn't. I'm curious if the device itself is any different. Like, they, did they remove that USB port? Yeah. Everyone said. It was well, now see, John Riggs tried to get that kind of going a little. I don't know if you noticed that post. He no, I didn't see. He had saw something that um, he, he reduced was the memory on it or something like that. I could see. He was under the impression that they they removed the the USB port for the plug and they gave it a standard plug, but okay. that they didn't. It's the same. Oh, okay. I didn't notice anything different. So. Hmm. I think he read something somewhere or something. I don't. I don't know. I mean, obviously, this isn't something you were privy to anyway. But yeah, I, I don't have. I don't have either of them. So. <laughs> no, but I mean the Twitter yeah. feed. Okay, John yeah. Riggs. Yeah, I don't I know if you don't follow John know Riggs. if I follow him. I think I do. He's a good I know guy. I'd see a lot of his stuff get likes, and then it would show up for me for a while. And I yeah, think I might have subscribed to him. That's probably you follow him by default because yeah, there's like five people that I follow by default. I'm like, I don't, it doesn't really make no difference if I follow them or not. I see their shit every day anyway, so what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, I think I actually started following him again because of the cereal stuff. I just find it interesting what, what cereals he's picking up. <laughs> yeah, he, no, man, he's, he's so cool. I I got my Panic Restaurant from him and my um, Power Blade <laughs> 2. And, and every time I bought something off him, he always sent me something extra. Like, oh, nice. He sent me a Mickey Mouse and Letterland one time, or Numberland, whichever the I think it's Numberland. He sent me that, and I'm like, damn! And I look it up now; it's like an eighty, ninety dollar cart. Like, <laughs> dude, that was nice, you know. Like at the time, it was like thirty or forty, so it wasn't even like it was nothing. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, I would have bought it from him. That was the thing. It was like I was already <laughs> buying. He was selling off his uh, some of his high end stuff because he wanted to buy. Um, it was when he was really getting into repros at the time. I think he's kind of cooled on that a little bit, but at the time, that was kind of like his main focus was making repros and yeah. and hacking games and stuff like that. But um, he wanted to upgrade his label maker because his, you know, like that's something that you could really tell. Like some people have really shitty label makers, so their labels look like fucking ass. Yeah. Um. So he uh, he upgraded that something. I don't know. I paid for something. <laughs> My purchase is paid for something that's helped the Riggs Empire. <laughs> he's trying to, yeah, his museum that he's going to build eventually. No, you're thinking of John Hancock. Oh, John Hancock. Yeah, oh, you John said Hancock. John Riggs. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. talking Riggs. You're thinking of Hancock. Uh, I like uh, Hancock too. I, I, no, the guy seems like the nicest guy, so I hate to say anything negative. And it's not really negative, but I don't know what it is, but every time he says, the immortal. John Hancock here. It's like, dude, <laughs> you're not supposed to self-gloss, dude. You're not the immortal. I'm John. Like, if you're him, you're, yeah. I'm just John. It, it feels like he's forcing it because he's trying to make a brand. You know what I mean? That's what and he did. Like. And like, I he totally didn't feel understand. right doing it, but he does it to do it. I wrong. understand. Yeah. And I'm just saying it's just a nit, a micro nitpick. I, <laughs> I, would, I would do the same damn thing. I get it. Yeah, he got the Metal Jesus rub, and he's going to roll with it. I get it. You should. Uh, so, Christopher, uh, do you track your purchases for your collection? Uh, no, I really need to start doing that. Um, <laughs> it gets out of control. Um, I picked up a bunch of stuff at uh, just on eBay and too many games, so I've been collecting a lot of uh, PC Engine and TurboGrafx stuff, and that stuff's not cheap. So half of this, a lot of the stuff that I've been that I've been selling has been going towards that. So yeah. I bought like 
Um, and I think I used a bunch of eBay bucks to buy DuckTales 2. That was not cheap. Uh, that's a solid pickup. Don't let yeah. people convince you that that's like a... I've, I've seen that by some people whose opinion I kind of respect. And they're just like, oh, it just feels like DuckTales 1.5 or something. It's like... All fucking sequels could kind of feel that way under the same platform. Like, yeah. it did did Majora's Mask feel that different than Ocarina of Time? Sure, the story was some of the mechanics, but all the shit looked the same. It still had a similar feel, similar music, similar everything. Like, DuckTales 2 is a different game. I mean, fucking Super C doesn't feel much different than Contra. You're still running and shooting. Like, I didn't understand that argument. Like, I, I've heard that more than once, and I think DuckTales 2 is a fantastic game. I would definitely buy it. So as I think I I must be going for a uh, complete NES collection because I just bought a bunch of junk at <laughs> I said at, uh, at um, too many games. I bought like. Let's would you see. say you got too many games? Uh, <laughs> I bought I bought like Raid Twenty Twenty and Ghoul School, Tombs uh-huh. and to, Let's see, Tombs and Treasures and let's see. Uh, I saw that little stack at Ghoul School. I. That's not it's, a bad game. That's kind of a little. I wouldn't want to say hidden hidden gem because I want to hear from Metal Jesus' lawyers, but um, I do think it's a underrated type of game, or maybe not rated, or I don't know, or maybe it's rated properly. But I never really hear anybody talk about it. But I was watching this video um, by Benevolent Dick on uh, YouTube, and he did a pretty thorough uh, review on on Ghoul School, and it was pretty good. Like, the game looked like it... I mean, it was a game. You had a beginning, middle, and end. You could complete it. Yeah, I think it probably just t- takes some getting used to, I think. Just the platform is kind of weird, I thought. Yeah. It, it, uh, and I bought, let's see, was it uh, something... Oh, was it Diatron City? I can't remember the, I can't remember yeah. the subtitle. That's, a, that's another one that's starting to creep up a little. Blues Brothers. Let's see. Another I bought one. Ninja Gaiden Shadow for the Game Boy, so... I like that. And I bought, and I bought Ninja Gaiden for the, uh, let's see, for the PC Engine. So now you know about Ninja Gaiden Shadow, right? That it's really, um, it's, it's a not like really, prequel. it's a prequel, isn't it? Well, but it's not even, um, it's not even really the same engine. It's actually the Shadow of the Ninja. It's based off of that engine, from what I, I think, I think that's what I heard. That it's actually based on that, but they put the Ninja Gaiden name on it because it was more familiar. I it took me like two hours to beat it. I think because I think you can probably beat it in like twenty five minutes if you know what you're doing. The guy who sold me said he was like, "Oh, it took me six hours." And I was, I was, I think my wife was. I beat it. It took him six hours, and he said he's playing while his wife's in labor for. And I was like, "Okay, well, you, you kind, of, you must." I was like, "You're not very good at video games, but okay." <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, do you track your sales that you've been doing on eBay at all, or not really? Just Let's see the way eBay does it for you. Yeah, pretty much. I'm gonna start. I, I've my I've had some life stuff, so I need to start getting all this stuff in order. So I'm gonna start doing that. Okay. So, um, any interesting? Well, you said you're going for a complete NES. What are you at so far? Yeah. What's your What's your stats? I'd say I have. I believe I have about three hundred. 50 to, I think three, maybe 350, 360 Dude, you games. call yourself an NES collector? You're supposed to know. <laughs> I, th- I think last last I looked, what I have in the spreadsheets probably about, is about 330. 
So I'm just, Jeez. I've just been, yeah, <laughs> nerds. <laughs> well, I used, to, I used to print out the, I had, the, I used to have a printed out thing that had all the, like I printed out all the lists of all the games. You know, I went to some website, probably Nintendo Age or something. I printed out the list. So I used to carry it around with me and mark them off. And then it's like, then the apps came out, so I stopped carrying the list. But then when I came home, it was like this stupid ritual. Like I would put it in the app, and then I'd have to mark it off the list. And then I would go to Nintendo Age and put it on that. And after a while, I was like, man, that's like one too many. <laughs> like it was kind of fun. It was weird. You know, the ritual part becomes addicting, I guess. But yeah, that list is still around here. I I, I still need to update it. I guess. What do you use now? Just the app. I don't use it. Yeah, I mean the app for like a bigger library. I mean NES. I don't need no. I there's. I mean even the manuals. I feel like I could. I know which manuals I need, even though it's like two hundred. I, I'm pretty confident you can hand me a stack of manuals and I could pull out the ones that I need. I feel like that. Like I got a pretty good recall when it comes to that. But with like Super Nintendo, there's like there's like a lot of bullshit titles. It's like, do I have Madden '98 or nine Madden '97 or Madden? I don't know which Madden I got. I don't. Know. I better double check. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what was that? There's a game that Curtis was looking for that you had that he said he didn't like the label of. What was that? Yeah, the Artie Lightfoot. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of a rare game. I was, I was telling him like, dude, uh, you're not gonna find a clean Artie Lightfoot. It just the only way you're going to find one is if it didn't actually get circulated. I mean, you can, but if it had any circulation, those Majesco, was it Majesco, the Mexico labels, they're not good. They don't have that, I don't know, what do you call it, a sheen or Lost, some sort yeah. of protective coating or whatever. Like, that's not on the label, so they, they any sort of moisture, you could rub the ink off. I mean, it's not good. I think I found one. I found one Midwest Gaming Classic, and he didn't like the label. Or I think he didn't like the price. I think the label was pretty was decent, but he didn't like the price. So, well, oh well. What happens when you try to help the Hollywood elite? (laughs) (laughs) All right, listener questions. Um, Tweet uh, hashtag DD Answers if you have any questions for the next episode. Um, And you can also ask in the Cartridge Club forums under the Dollar Dorks podcast or in the YouTube comments of the video if you're watching the video. Uh, So we have some questions this time. Um, first one's from at Mighty Q Dog on Twitter. That is Mighty Q Dog. Um, <clears throat> if you, sorry, I have a large inbox game console I've been sitting on for about five years. Um, through what avenue do you recommend trying to sell it? eBay, local, Craigslist, trade in, etc. Um, and later on, um, I forget what I was talking to him. I think it was on the Hangouts. Yeah, on the Hangouts, he was talking to other people and said it's actually the Skylanders Giants blue Nintendo Wii console bundle pack. I have that same bundle. I know exactly which one he's talking about. Um, he still has it sealed, never been opened. Well, that's a great thing. Uh, I would go eBay. I mean, initially, I think that's your best bet. I mean, you're going to get a broader audience. He's in the States, so he doesn't have to deal with some of the stuff that a Canadian seller would. I would. I would that would be my first thing, would be eBay. You're going to get competitive price. I mean, unless you could find like a local game store that's going to give you a decent trade in. I mean, you're not going to want to go 50% on something like that. No. I mean, if you can get a 70 to 80% trade in or something and you're okay with that, then yeah, that's a great option. But if you can't, I'm I'm putting that on eBay. Yeah. That's I'll I'll set that on there. I'll <clears> find what the market is. I'll either match it, beat it or go a little bit above it. I mean, it's that simple. Something like that. I mean, and I imagine by the way his game setup looks, exactly. I'm sure that box is in immaculate condition. Yep. You know what I mean? 
And so he could command a top dollar, whatever that top dollar is. I don't know what the top dollar is on a Skylander I set. I looked it up, and now I forget. I swear it was, like, freaking expensive. Well, then that's like that's why you I really want to seeing. Yeah, then that's why you want to go with See eBay, them. because the person who buys that's going to be a collector. They're going to, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's yeah. your best chance to get that audience. I mean, it. I don't know. You could put a Nintendo Age post or something. I don't know how deep he is into those subcultures, but... Um, I would go with eBay. I'm seeing new. Well, there's refurbished for 300. This isn't sold listings, though. I should definitely do sold listings. Yeah, definitely check the sold. <clears throat> like, there's an open one for sold for 400 Canadian. All right, so they're right off the bat. Tr- Trending at this... shows 521 Canadian. Yeah, that's an eBay item. I'm eBaying yeah. that all day. I'll yeah, pay my fees. I'll make sure I ship it properly. Pack it really good, Eric. You know, you know what yeah, to do. Put the box Just in the it. box. Yeah, yeah, a box in a box in a box if you can. Like, whatever. Yeah. Put buffers, whatever you can to make sure, like, if a ding hits that outer box, it's not going to affect that inner box. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. he was talking about get, He was talking about trying to offset the cost of that frame meister. I think that would do it. Oh, 100%. Like. He'd probably be... I, I don't know. What'd he pay? 500 or for the... I forget. I, Five, yeah, it's like four to five hundred bucks. Something ten. like that for the friend. Yeah, he'll be he'll probably have a profit off of it when I'm he gets done. I'm actually not seeing any of that console sealed. Sold but that it's, so that means But that doesn't matter. The, the, the market fact is, is up if to you him. Could, like he right, can set the price you, is what I mean. Exactly. That's my point is is if there's a open market that's at five hundred or close to five hundred. Yeah. I mean sealed market, I'm not taking less than six. If, so if this can, listing says brand new, sold on April thirtieth. But the pictures are clearly not brand new. It is open. They took, they opened it up, to take the pictures, and the box doesn't even look like the right box unless the back of it just says "we" on it. But I don't think so. No, that's not even the right box. No, it's a blue it like, console in a white box console, like a white like, console box. He should have clicked "new other" or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. He he. But he still sold thing. it for a good amount of money. So. Well, he might have had a new console. I don't know what that description says. I mean, you could have a new console that's never been played and you're throwing in something else. I, I don't really know. the. But with Eric, I'm sure his is immaculate, clean, you know, and, and so command a high price. Or, you know, you could even go beyond the market and throw our best offer. Like, let's say you think the market is 550 to 600 Put it up for seven hundred or best offer. Let it sit there for a month and see what happens. Yeah, get a taste. He I mean, it just depends on how quick his... you want the money back. He said he wanted to build up his feedback. Uh, really, with an item like that, I don't. I'm sure that's his eBay gonna... feedback is already pretty good. Well, but I'm, I'm a, that's not an item that you build up feedback with. The best way to build up build up feedback is to no, sell. That's what I mean. He a... wants to sell off a bunch of stuff first before listing that. Before do that, I don't think it's going to make a difference. I don't. When think you got it's an necessary. item that good, and when you got an item that good, you're going to sell it to a high-end customer and uh because you know it's not like some, you know what i mean think about who's buying a sealed Wii. like yeah you're gonna want it's gonna probably, probably gonna be, gonna be somebody gonna have a better ridiculous. job like bringing it to a swap and trying to find some guy but i kind of doubt it but that that's the who, right place the to find a complete Wii collector though yeah i i don't know to me ebay you got millions of users yeah, people sitting in there that don't have conventions nearby that I don't know. I mean, you sure. could take it to a convention. I don't. I just don't think you're going to get your your top value sure. out of it, though. Yeah, you're, they're not there to buy. No, and and you're not going to sell it to a vendor at full price. They yeah, might trade you exactly. trade value for it, but even then, they're going to still want a little something. <clears throat> I was thinking if you knew a vendor that was a Wii collector. Hell, what about those auctions that the fucking 
at those at those things. Yeah, I mean that's a possibility too. I mean he has, I mean Portland, but that's way down the line for him. I guess they're going to, um, aren't they going? Yeah, they're going yeah, they to uh, the one in Arizona, whatever right? that is. Yeah, Game On Expo. Yeah, yeah, they just said they're going. Yeah, I, I I think I would list it on eBay for high, put it up best offer, and see what happens. And I wouldn't and... I wouldn't wait to get it listed either. I wouldn't wait about your your feedback before listing it because it's gonna Hell take a while no. to sell that's a no. long tail item that's gonna take no. a while to sell no because i mean here's the thing put it up high let it sit there in the meantime if you still want to try build up feedback go ahead yeah at least it's there for someone to listed. see it and want it and right. contact you if they want to buy it for not less. only that I mean, you're setting the market and yeah. other people who come along are going to see your listing and they're going to mimic it or try to beat it but either way, you're at least getting a market price out there, so you at least test the market. You might put it up for 700 and it sells instantly, and then you feel like you left money on the table. You don't know, but if you're happy with the price, yeah, go for it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how diehard sealed <laughs> Wii U collectors are, especially that Not Skylander even Wii U, set. It's just Wii. A Wii yeah. Skylander set? Yeah. I didn't even know they had Skylander with the Wii. Oh, okay, yeah, so yeah. it's a regular Wii Skylander set. Yeah, Wii know. console. No, it's the console. A blue right. limited edition Skylanders Giants console, yeah. Yeah, that blue limited edition console is pretty desired. Yeah. And yeah, the blue, the sealed. red, the yeah, yeah. No, yeah, cause see, I got that when I said I had it, I have the Skylanders Wii U, and I still got that crap sitting around here somewhere. But I never even used that Skylanders. Like, I mean, that might have appealed to me if I was like eight or something. But my son loves Skylanders. We have a shitload of them. Yeah, I get like it. I understand. I mean. I got Amiibo, so I get it. Yeah, but. yeah. Yep. All right. <clears throat> so next question is from It's Rocket Sauce. Um, Ryan, uh, he says, I have a question about shelves. I know it's not really saving about saving money. Just curious uh, how you guys store your collections. Uh, looks like Chris has a custom shelf behind him for the records. 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 Oh, records. Haha, <laughs> that makes more sense. Come on, yeah. you're Canadian. Read it like a Canadian. <laughs> you want to answer yeah, the question or you don't say harass record, the Canadian? You want to harass the Canadian? Of course. The answer. Uh. <laughs> Shelves, what do you do? Um, you had a video I, I like or you had a picture of a custom one. Well, I, I built the one to my right. And I built the one to my left. The one behind me, I actually bought at a, a video game. I mean, a rental, a bookstore, who had bought it from a rental store that was going out of business. So this one actually used to be like a '80s VHS rental store. But the other two I built, I say if you, if I mean, if money's not a concern and you don't really care if it's super fancy, like I mean, if I mean, don't go buy a mahogany wood. You know, go buy the cheap shit. Buy some stain, stain it. Put it together, or well, put it together, stain it, measure. I mean, if you go, to, I went to Home Depot, and I don't know what you got in your area. I'm assuming Rocket Sauce. They probably have Home Depots where you're Milwaukee, at. Milwaukee, right? I'm pretty sure. Oh well, then of course they have them. Then, um, they'll cut it for you. They'll give you like free two two free cuts, and you typically don't need per board. So what, if you bought five boards, you're gonna get ten free cuts. Now, granted, they go for those boards, but they'll give you two free cuts, and then after that, they're like twenty-five cents a cut or something. So if you needed to 
like, let's say you had a 10-foot board and you wanted to make your shelf six feet high, but you wanted three-foot shelves, and, you know, so you might need an extra cut in there somewhere or whatever, They'll, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It's, it's Still, they get it all done. Double, make sure you watch them measure it. Make sure you remeasure it yourself. Go with a tape measure. So once you got the boards and they're all cut, get yourself some wood screws, put it together. And as far as measuring it goes, I mean, all I did was stuck with basic stuff, three feet, four feet, six feet, seven feet. I mean... You stick with the basics. I mean, unless you have a custom corner that, like, is three and a half feet or and you want it to, you know, I guess it just depends on your space. Like, you yeah. could customize it to the space. But I don't know right, but, like I mean, that. he might have a space that is five feet wide and he wants a five-foot wide shelf or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, well, whatever it is, just figure out your measurements. Make sure you write them down, double-check. You know, it's like like the old adage, right? Measure, measure twice, cut once. So, you know have what you, I mean? Have you seen Musty's videos at all? I have. I saw his new setup. I like that. Yeah. So uh, he... that's not. I, I mean, that's not. That's not for me. But I do like it. I think it's. I think it's really cool. It's very functional and. Yeah. Um, he did the same thing. Uh, Canadian Retro did that. That same kind of shelf. Right. I like <clears> it. <throat> I mean, I guess it just depends on what you're looking for and what you're going for. I prefer the more traditional bookshelf style. But but I what I liked about building my own is I got to customize the shelves and it's not. I don't like waste of space. I don't like a big, you know, between the game and the end of the shelf, I don't want a bunch of space there because then yeah. I end up doing crap like this. I start piling shit in front of it. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, or double the depth. That. I don't like when everybody doubles the game's depth. I like, hate that. Yeah. I hate it. Too deep. No. Mm-hmm. So, and I would suggest making sure you bolt it to your wall, fashion it, and fasten it to your wall or whatever. I mean, I, I mean, it, I, that might go without saying, but. I don't know. I would. I have this shelf right here behind me, which is the only one that has my collection in it at all, because I don't have that many games. But no, it is. You really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have as many games as you have NES games, or less. Um, less, less. Yeah. Um, but this is a DVD shelf. It literally is just DVD depth, mm-hmm. um, and it's just one I picked up for free. Or five dollars. I can't remember what I, if it was five dollars or for free. But around the corner from here, I've just been was watching uh, on Kijiji and I picked it up. I don't know, maybe about a year ago, and uh, it works good for pretty much everything. I don't like how NES and uh, like loose SNES and loose Genesis games don't fit great on it. I guess SNES isn't bad. Um, Genesis and N sixty four then, but everything else is pretty good on it. Yeah, P- PS uh, PlayStation one games stick out a little bit. <clears throat> but it doesn't matter because it already has the the sides a little bit longer than the uh, than the actual shelves are. So, um, yeah, Christopher, what do you? I I just use the media shelves, so they're adjustable. They have a bunch of pegs, so um, I think I can fit like six. Well, if if I I could probably fit like three quarters of uh, Chris's uh, NES library <laughs> on one set. <laughs> On one set, I need. I th- so I think I have about like uh, eight. I think about nine hundred like physical games. So I have to buy two of them. So I'll tell you another another thing I liked about building my own is the height because it seems like all the store bought shelves are about five feet, maybe six feet at the most, right? Five six. Yeah, mine's about six. Yeah. Right, and then so what ends up happening is on the top. What ends up happening? You just start 
piling a bunch of fucking boxes or whatever. And it can look cool if you do it right, but I don't know. I was trying to eliminate that. Then my last shelf, I felt like, man, I should have probably made it like six inches shorter, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I think I have have a uh, pixel art on on one of them, and I think I have a bunch of like my NT mini and my and my super nt box on them so because i wasn't sure what to put on on top of them mine's mine's a bit shorter i don't even know how high that is but four and a half feet something like that but i have uh uh some interesting things on it like a balls bottle which is an energy drink t- converted into a lamp and then i have a uh, monty python ale bottle and then uh some well, that has a transformer on it for now, but that's going to move. And then I have a 3D printed um, Sub-Zero mask that I 3D printed, but that's that's all on mine for now. You you have a 3D printer? Yeah, it's sitting in the garage. I haven't used it in like three years. Yeah. You know what you should 3D print? You'd make yourself a cool little amount of cash is the missing doors on my Sharp NES TV. There's dudes who constantly talk about 3D printing them in this group that I'm in, and nobody ever does it. And these <laughs> dudes are hungry, dude. You could sell them for 100 bucks a piece. No joke. The hard part is getting them, uh, like, doing you them You have well. to get the – well, the thing, the hard part would be getting one to copy. Yeah. But, I mean, supposedly some of these dudes have put these schematics out there. Hmm. I don't know how it works on your end. I just know that some guys have measured them and have it, like, yeah, ready I... to print. And nobody's doing it. And I'm like wow. – just fuck. I don't know how much it costs to 3D print. I, I know. Something. I have a buddy who has a coworker that has an army of 3D printers. He 3D prints quadcopter frames, and mm-hmm. he sells them. And he would be a perfect person for it because he already has like eight 3D printers ready to go. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, it's a limited appeal overall, obviously, because I mean, there's only yeah, maybe a thousand of these TVs still in existence. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, on Nintendo Wage, I think it's up to like 250 <clears throat> or 240 registered, but. Hmm. So it's not this huge market, Still, but you sell, I, mean, you I mean, print off a hundred of them and you sell them off. And you yeah. make a thousand quick thousand bucks. You know, the, what the mean? problem like, with three D printed stuff is you need to you need to sand it down and, sure. and clean it up. But some of these, I would sand my own down and clean. I mean, if it if that was the caveat, like yeah. got to send this to you, but you got to do a little bit of work on it. I can live with that. I can paint yeah. it. I can do all that. <laughs> like, I mean, it'd just be nice to have it. I almost bought another TV just to take the door off, but I couldn't get a ride to it. <laughs> there was a guy who was selling a... I have a friend who lives in Victorville, and there's another guy. I mean, I guess he I could say he's a friend now. At the time, I didn't really know him that well, but he had tipped me off that there was somebody was selling another Sharp TV, and I looked at the picture, and it had the damn door. Well, there's two doors that I'm missing, but I had one of the two doors. And he only wanted 400 for the TV. So, like, right away, I messaged the one friend. I'm like, dude, would you buy a Sharp NES TV without the door for 300 bucks? And he's like, I would. And I was like, <laughs> okay, dude. Like, as I break so it down. this is like the like, flap at the front, right? That's what you're talking right, about? Right. The one doors? that covers. Yeah. There's, there's two doors. There's one that covers the game. And then there's one above that that covers, like, the volume yeah. switch, the little knobs and all that. But the main door people want is the one that covers the game. Because, you know, that'll help prevent dust getting into it. Okay. Um, Anyway, but he was out of town, and he's like, dude, I, I, you know, like, he needs nothing he could do. And I was like, man, it was a long drive for me to go do it. I'd have to cover him, and then how am I going to get the TV back to him? And I was like, eh, it didn't work out. I think I've only ever seen that console at, like, conventions. Never see this. Yeah, hmm. I got lucky. I found it <clears throat> I'm just looking at it to see the size of the door and stuff like that. 
You know what though? I I imagine there has to be some blueprint thing for it somewhere, like maybe in the owner's manual or something. Like there has to be something that breaks down. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Otherwise, you need a three D model of it, and, and you can make one, but it it's not too hard of a part to to make. The hard part is the the little hooks we hook it in. Yeah. That's better for someone to. Uh, um, do with a vacuum former or something like that or what's the injection mold injection molding but that requires a temp a die or a whatchamacallit the negative anyway this is way not interesting for some people <laughs> neat but i don't plan on 3d printing it anytime soon my 3d printer just had too many issues it was too early of a model all right uh so that's yeah that's all i have for shelves um for controllers and stuff i have those just standard one by one cube shelves that's all mm. um next question was from RetroPixel. i'm paraphrasing here because he didn't really form an actual question but he said have you ever considered selling pelican cases or road ready cases um just because he found some recently he found one of each recently um the road ready case was like a um turntable hard case for traveling and the Pelican cases are like the waterproof plastic for camera gear and stuff. Um, and he found a good deal on the Pelican one, and he found the Road Ready one for free. So he's going to flip that. These are great locally. price. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. It was just sitting on top of a dumpster, he said. That's, <laughs> that's the best price. Work, I think hey, dude, I'll, I'll consider selling anything. I don't care what it yeah. is. Like, if it, if it's, if it costs more then I'm bought it for then, or, you know, it'll, I could sell it for more than I bought it. I mean, I don't care. Like the Pelican cases I mean, go for uh, like one that could hold like a, let's say a DVD player with yeah. padding. Those sell for like 250 bucks. Right. Well, I mean, it just, I mean, the thing is, is yeah. like, all right, let's say he didn't get one for free and then get one for really cheap. Then I would say, obviously go into something like that cautiously. I mean, you don't want to go overextend yourself and spend money. That's going to take, you know, cause that item might be a six month to an eight month item on eBay. You don't know. It could be something that lasts for 20 minutes. You know, you put it up and it sells, sells, but it could be something that you don't sell for six months. You, I mean, it just how hot is the market for it? But if you're not putting any money into it or very little money into it, and if you got the place to store it, hell yeah, I'd put that up. Yeah, I'm actually gonna check eBay. Uh, my brother, yep, yep. my brother worked for Pelican Cases for a while. <laughs> he just, he just <laughs> have any left over? <laughs> <laughs> my, he, he was pissed because I think my his father-in-law kept asking him to like to buy them for him and then he'd give them away and oh. then, he, then my brother'd have to buy them, like, buy him more and he got he's getting pissed about it. he's thought he's gonna get in trouble <laughs> <laughs> that's funny now they, they hear good things about them like they're well-made waterproof freaking crazy like even the little tiny ones for just like a digital camera size sell for like 50 to 80 bucks it's ridiculous oh they'll make the uh, foam insert um any way you want so like you they'll they'll mill them and i think we have uh i work in the biotech industry and they have uh these uh viral uh, viral uh, filtration um vendors come with those like they have all their balances and their their filters and their tubing all their apparatuses in there so they'll they'll customize them for any application and if you get them like just as they come they also have the removable foam you can design it however you want with the square key little squares and pull it out however you want hmm. neat 
Um, yeah, I've been looking for a Peloton case for for my quadcopter, but we'll see if I ever find one or not. They're not. Hey, didn't you <laughs> didn't you crash that thing? Or? I did. Uh, it went in the water. It was at some weird software bug that I'm waiting for the developers to look into. But um, it went. It started falling down, and I, I had had this issue twice before and uh, reported it and tried to get them to look into it. They were still looking into it when this happened again, and I was over top of water. I got it to the shore that I was on because I was uh, flying over top of a small creek or river, um, but I just just about a foot in the, into the water, like from the shore. I couldn't get it f- far enough, and it went down into the water, and it flipped over, but I quickly grabbed it out. I heard it reboot itself because it, the lights went off and it started booting up again. So I mm-hmm. pulled the battery off right away, which I should have done already by this point. Sure. Um, but pulled the battery out, took it all home, uh, left it in my car in the hot sun for the for while I was at work for the rest of the day um, and took the battery in. And the battery seemed to be completely fine. And then w- took the quadcopter, it, I took the propellers off of it and took it home that night, put the battery on, actually put the, the other battery on, the one that didn't go in the water, and put it on and booted it up. And connected to it with my phone and with the controller, and there was no, nothing wrong at all. I didn't try flying just because I didn't want to go to control if, like, sure. the sensors got wet. Right. So just yesterday, no, yeah, yesterday, um, it was it was American Fourth of July, and my boss said everybody go home early because we had no real people calling in. But uh, I, on my way home from work, just took out the quadcopter and flew it for a quick five minutes in the middle of a park with no one nearby, and it flew fine. Now, let's say, um, I mean, you, are you the only one who flies your helicopter? Yeah. Okay, well, let's say you had a partner, and they were flying your helicopter, and you were going up to, um, like, a yard, so you were doing some hunting or something. How high do they, I mean, how low or high, I mean, like, what kind of distance is it? Like, I think that might be a cool angle on my new yard sale <laughs> channel. It would look awesome, but everyone <laughs> would hear, well, like, if you fly it high enough, they can't hear. Well, I right, but how zoom in house. does it for Sorry? my... My life in game, my life in yard sailing. If I had my <laughs> drone that followed me around and like could zoom in, can, I mean, can you get a good zoom? It doesn't like zoom if I at had all. Like, like if There's I had no my zoom, own, it's little, just a static camera. It's just a static. But camera. But it can aim straight down or almost straight down. Okay. I had it at two hundred feet up. Uh-huh. Over top my parents' house, and I could almost get. Well, I got their whole house and some of the cars around. It would, yeah, it would but really were you cool, able to but... make out anything that's on the ground? I mean, like, can you yeah, see it's, people's faces? Or... It's pretty good. It looks, good. it looks like they do sell uh, drones with that with uh, Zoom cameras. They're just expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there was this guy who had one at the SoCal convention, and he was had the drone flying around, and um, but he was controlling it with his phone. Or, yeah, mine can you know, control it was, maybe it's like an iPad or a controller. Right. I like the controller because it's you got physical sticks that you're controlling, so you yeah, can see like, where they are. I, I would, I'd fair that I'd like that better. Yeah, I would... yeah. I, I I got it originally. Well, I actually got it on off. Uh, I think Let Go or Virage Sale. I forget which one now, but one of those apps that are you know, some guy had posted it saying, "Make an offer," and I hate when people do that. So I looked at the ad for about a week. Every once in a while, I'd just look at it and see if he updated, see if it sold, and nothing was changing. So then I finally messaged him and said, "How much are you asking?" And he said, make me an offer. I'm like, I don't know what you want, and I don't want to pay much. I'm not even going to make an offer. I literally said those words. And he said, well, make an offer. 
<laughs> this thing sells in the store. It sells for for like six hundred dollars or five hundred dollars. Right. Five hundred. <clears throat> he didn't have any of the stuff that came with it, but I didn't know that at the time for sure. But I said two hundred. He said sure. I'm like God damn, damn. I should have offered less. Left money on the table. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> I drove the thirty minutes to go check it out. Met the guy at his place and he couldn't get it to pair to my phone. He didn't know why it wasn't working. He hadn't done it. His kid had done it, but his kid was at school. Uh oh. <laughs> so I said, because I know this thing is also controllable by your hand and there's a camera and you can take it off in your hand, all this stuff. I didn't know all the details how to do it. I just knew that you didn't need to connect a phone to fly it. Right. And I thought maybe I have to reset it or some weird crap. Who knows? I went to try my work iPhone because I was using an Android device and um, the iPhone wouldn't download the app because my work limits how much you can download over data, as I found out on the way home. But um, I said, or he said, you know what, I'll just drop the price. You want, you do it for 150 bucks. Here's my phone number. You can call me. You know where I live. If there's yeah. any problems, let me know. But I know it was yeah. fine. That's like, cool. 150 bucks. I can't. Actually, no. that's the, that's the price I was thinking to offer him when you told yeah. me what it went for. I wish for I would offer 150 to begin with. Yeah, and then he would drop to 100. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that was probably the number I would have went with because I think it. I don't know. I have a theory on the way certain numbers sound, and like 200, almost coming from 400, like to me was inviting another hundred up, whereas. Maybe a 50 number might invite a 50 up. You know what I'm saying? If that makes yeah. any sense. Like, they have to counter. I'm trying to lead them into a counter if they're going to counter, counter at all. That's the funny thing. I know. I know. That was even – that's that If he had countered, I would have just said no because I was like my right. – that was my number. That was – I was Right. Yeah, doing. that's true. I mean, and I shouldn't even come in with that number because it was no, max. Not if that's your high max. Yeah. No. But, I mean, it worked out. So, yeah. 154 is fantastic. So, then I went out and I found a controller and another battery for – I can't remember how much I paid, but way less than retail. Um, and I think it was 170 But then the guy had some other stuff. I bought with the case and some extra propellers for another 20 bucks. And long story short, the controller works really well. I like it. Yeah. This would have been an excellent topic for my um, sidebar and beer channel. <laughs> other channel. Sidebars and beer. Sidebars and beer. And video games. Yep. No, just sidebars and beer. It's a very original name, original channel. <laughs> get a co, uh, get a co-host. What about NES Classic in? and beer? What's that? NES oh, Classic, NES and, classic beer. and beer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, next section is uh, suggested content. Anything you want to suggest our listeners check out: YouTube video, channel, podcast, game, movie, TV show, etc. Starting with Christopher. The Transformers and Beer podcast. No, we're not gonna. <laughs> no, no, just because we've been beating up on Joe. Um, uh, Joe's my favorite, though. I hope. I mean, I like Bill a lot. I like them both. Actually, yeah, I don't know. Too. Bill's probably my favorite. Maybe. <laughs> um, I was gonna say the Retronauts po- podcast. I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, and let's see. Um, Game Dave, if you if you if you like a. He's kind. Of, he's kind of a goofy guy. He's I like sort of him, Dave a lot. Yeah. He's. I've. I've met him a couple of times at uh, too many games. He's. He's a good guy. He's. Uh, he has really good. Um, high quality. He has really. Uh, good video production and all this stuff. He's. Kind of, he's real goofy. Yeah. Goofy's good. All right. Um, I never wrote anything down because I never looked ahead in the agenda, and uh, I have no idea. So I'm gonna say. 
um, STC pod. <laughs> Start yeah. to continue podcast where where <laughs> Bill and Joe are that we keep talking about. <laughs> Bill um, podcast. Bill was on episode one of this podcast. See, I'm bummed that I missed that. Bad. You we'll gotta come it. back on, Bill. Let's redo it. Yeah, we gotta have Bill yeah. on again. Don't worry. Act like it wasn't. You know, that was the old. I invited podcast. Bill on, but it was it was on the topic of his um, um, his his problems with eBay uh, sales. So he didn't really want to just talk about all his problems. <laughs> uh, well, when do we stay on topic? We'll have him again. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He can have him talk about, I guess, his his uh, adventures in, I guess, in the. Uh, Ontario, I guess, going to flea markets and yard sales and yeah. stuff. Yeah, he's got that flea market, I think, twice a year. Seems pretty decent. In Barry. You know, the flea market's only two times out of the whole year? Yes. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. We don't have any here either, unless you want to go to, like, a, one of those flea markets that's basically just a big warehouse divided into little booths. Those are the only flea markets we have around here. And those are always we- way overpriced. I could literally go to a swap meet every single day. Can I come? (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying they're all top notch, but I can go to one every day. There's one every day. There are no swap meets around here. There is a giant garage sale coming up around here soon, but you got to get in on that once a year. These things are. Well, have your giant garage sales a 45 minute drive away. Well, have your wife fly the copter. Yeah. Get some footage, and we'll incorporate it in one of my videos. <laughs> I'm just checking how far away that is now that I want to know. Yeah, our flea markets are kind of kind of kind of meh, like in DC. So, yeah, do you think, have indoor flea markets where you're at? Yeah, there's uh, one I like to go to that's twice a year. I think I've got. I usually get really good deals there. I think I got like a PS3 fat for well for like ten bucks and some other stuff. Um, but yeah, I think that's like that. They have one that's in the fall and one, one October, and then another one that's in April. So they they do that one twice, and then we have another one that's uh, at, at the first Saturday of every uh, every month from like April to to November. So, cool. cool. You got any suggested content there, Chris? Um, currently, like, on television I'm watching, um, I'm watching the World Series of Poker, so I'm watching that right now. The main event's on right now, and they're showing it live on ESPN. Um, on Netflix, I watched the second season of The Toys That Made Us, it was pretty good. World yep, Series of Poker? On yep, PS2? Or PS3? PS3, Look at the price I paid. You paid $4 for that? Yeah. Oh. Is that 20. good? Oh. It's okay. the only poker game on PS3. Sells for twenty. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm... damn. That's see. That's something I would have looked over. I've got two that... copies of it because I picked it up recently. One from the store games... and one from Kijiji. Poker games were so mass produced, like in two thousand four through two thousand and I don't know eight. Yeah, yeah two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Yeah, like I've ever... only ever seen it twice, and I bought it both times now. That's oh, okay. I well, there's a good tip. EBay, though. Um. So I would say I was I finished up the second season of the toys that made us it was pretty good um i i think i preferred the first season but that's only because i you know i really liked that star wars episode and the gi joe episode was really good too transformer episode really good so 
Definitely, if you're into toys, even if it's a casual thing, you definitely want to check out the series. I mean, you don't have to watch every episode either. I mean, like, there's some on Barbie and Hello Kitty, and those turned out to be interesting, too. The yeah, E-Man yeah, one right. was good. That they were all good. one was good. That was oh, yeah. really informative. Yeah. Was neat. Well, I mean, I, I wish I the mean, Lego one was a little bit, I don't know, more about the actual Lego. I don't know what it was about that. It was like a lot it, of the history. Yeah. It felt like it was, it was more about the company. Yeah. I know what you're saying, but I, I think, well, I don't know. I I found it an interesting angle, but I know what I you're did saying. Too. I did too. It was interesting. I, I it just it. wasn't what I hoped would be when I went right. into it, right? Yeah. I thought the Hello Kitty one, even though like I'm not even remotely into that IP or whatever, but um I thought it was interesting to kind of see their history of it, how the guy was initially just some, you know, is this a guy trying to make items look cute essentially? Yeah. Like he had like cups and shoes and he put little strawberries on it and he was successful with it. Yep. So he tried to like come up with the, like this next cute pop culture item for Japan. Yeah, it's pretty neat and, the way he went about it, right? Yeah, I mean, and then the fact that the cat is like, I mean, like, I don't know, like, it's not really, was it really named Hello Kitty? It was Kitty White. And, yeah. and the hello part was just random. It was just kind of part of the line. <laughs> like, everything was going to be hello this, hello that, you know? Uh, that was kind of interesting, but... Yeah. And like that was like the last, you know. I was, you know, you get your pecking order how you want to watch the episodes, and it was like, oh, I guess I'll watch the Hello Kitty one, but it turned out to be pretty good. We watched the um, order that they are, but my wife now, really liked the Hello Kitty one, or my wife really likes Hello Kitty, yeah. So she liked the Hello Kitty one. I think I actually found it more informative or interesting than she did, though, but because she forgot it even was on. She, we were uh, looking at Netflix, and she's like, "Did we see that episode?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's the Hello Kitty one." Oh, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was really interesting. The Barbie one, they were all really good, actually. But, um, and then on YouTube, and I mean, this is no secret, but if I mean anybody who is a fan of Retro Liberty probably knows by now that Aaron has um, relaunched kind of another channel called Superhero Game Squad. Um, his content is different but i mean it's still the same like i mean it, like he's the same but you know like the initial videos were different but recently he's gone on to put back on the nes pursuit so if, if that's kind of what you liked retro liberty for just the nes pursuit like their game chaser videos um they're putting them up matter of fact there's a brand new one up right now so he's put up like three in like the last week and a half two weeks so you know give him a shot you want to check it out nes complex too he's very you know a lot more regular now with his videos i know a lot of us kind of well it feels like it maybe our perspectives off but it feels like a lot of us kind of got connected because of nes complex and you know um you know we all kind of ended up liking the same channels early on and it seemed like some of them were i mean that's how i met like sean for instance yeah yeah and ryan you know right and, and well hell that's how i met rip because he's he repeated like he replied to me tech tweeting to NES complex. So it's like these kind of like these early channels. I mean, not real early, but these 2011, 2012 channels kind of sparked like our little community here. So, you know, I mean, you guys go give them a view. You know, if you haven't gone back to their channels recently, go give them a like, you know, share it, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, was the NES complex. I think Chris, he said he, Spent like a hundred hours on that. Uh, was yeah. it linked to the link to the yeah. past video? I, I believe it. Oh, it, I do it, too. Big, big, good quality. Oh, he. I mean, he. You. You could tell even in his short videos, he meticulously edits them, and 
I mean, I think that's the other thing to say about Aaron as well. I mean, what you know, whether you like it or you don't, you, nobody could deny the amount of editing that he puts in. Like some of those NES Pursuit videos, where I would just sit there and like I don't know much about the process of it all, but I was like, God, that had to be hard. I don't you know, know how. I just sit from seeing him on what the game chasers, I don't know how he can sit still long enough to uh, to edit anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a. Uh... Definitely feels a little antsy. Well, there was one point he was saying like he sleeps like four hours a day or something. Like he, you know, I was just like, damn. Some people are wired that way. Like, take a nap. <laughs> take a nap just hearing them, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, next section plugs. We're all done. Plug it up. Chris is at CWR two on Twitter. That's t- CWR and the number two. Um, and also on Instagram, and Christopher, as we've been calling him, is Chris as well, but he is BaseGuy654 on Twitter. And uh, I am Derek of Two Dorks, T-W-O Dorks on YouTube. Um, We're all kind of met through the Cartridge Club. That's cartridgeclub.org, community of gamers, content creators, and collectors. Um, And thank you for listening, and thank you, to Chris for again helping me out with this and uh, to Christopher for being our guest. Sure. <laughs> <Ching. laughs> sure thing. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> you know I am. I know. That's why I like to fucking say shit like that because I know it fucks with your OCD. Let's go off script. Let's talk about you. So you're like uh, the pretty girl that dances. This month, huh? Apparently. That's yeah. I went through that a couple of months ago. Everything. Like, I'm like on three podcasts. And I was like, I don't know. I've never heard of them, but okay. it could be something. I know I've seen phone. people with microplay receipts. Oh, there goes Chris. Uh-oh. Hello. Hey. Dropped out. I guess. Did you guys stay in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, then, then nobody will know. Just edit that part out. Pause for edit. <laughs> yeah. Like it never happened. Uh, Chris, I see those uh, NES Classic controllers behind you. At least you can get them. It looks like you can get them now, this time around. Um, If you have a, an EB or a, um, if you have an EB or a, a GameStop near you, I would go check them. They all got deliveries today. Because I, th- I just got my NES Classic this uh, this time around with just from Best Buy. Right, but the controllers—they're um, all coming. They—they all got a—they all got a shipment of controllers today. I mean, I didn't know that going in. I just went there randomly, but the guy's like, "Let me check," and he found like three other stores that got controllers. He goes, "I know we all got a shipment of something today. Let me go in the back," and he goes in the back and he comes back with one. And I'm like, "Fucking a!" And then so after I was, we were starting to ring up. I'm like. Well, do you got any more? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, let me get another one then. He goes, all right. So he went and grabbed another one, and I bought him. And then I go out to the car, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, well, I could trade this or something. Like, I'm not even looking for, like, the flipping scalping and all that. I am look- I mean, if any scalping, it'd be a trade scalp, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, uh, you got any more? He goes, I have one more. I was like, you know what? Let's go grab it. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't just take them all. <laughs> I mean, for ten bucks a piece, like I honestly feel like they're underpriced. Like yeah, ten dollars, I'm surprised they hit that too. price point. Bill is kind I, of just saying, saying, saying. 
I think it should be twenty dollars or fifteen at a minimum. But I think I think twenty is actually a fair price. You know what I mean? Well, like compared to any other controller. Then again, most controllers are wireless when you're talking like Xbox, PlayStation, and shit. Right, but if you went back to PS1 era when they had cords, or PS2 era when they had, or fucking Dreamcast, they weren't under $20. And granted, I understand maybe there's more buttons involved, but it's not the point. The point is you need a controller. Well, then you compare it to um, the Hori Switch controllers, those wired ones. Those are 30. 30 Canadian. I just feel like $10 is a steal, and no wonder they're always sold out. Because, I mean, a guy like me walks in and buys one, and he's like, $12, give me fucking all of them. You know, because well, the SNES Classic came with what two controllers and it was eighty. Yeah. So and it so. came with two, and the price was higher. And totally understand the <coughs> logic behind their price point. They this essentially this charge you for the other controller at a yeah. twenty dollar rate, but you can't even find those loose. The Super Nintendo controllers, I've never seen them. Yeah, I've never su- seen these until today either, other than online. Yeah, I was just surprised they weren't twenty. The, ne- the NES ones. 